We're five minutes in now. Oh, brilliant, mate. I just fucking started recording and you go to my car. Oh, I can say something so I can do the backup. Tosser. Welcome to Bits and PCs episode 103, otherwise known as the 103rd episode. I don't know where that came from. Um, it's me, <laughs> Vimesy, with you as the lead host because I've been pushed to the front of the queue. Um, I haven't asked for a blindfold, but I probably should have. With me tonight, we have the mighty Beastie. Yo. Back with us, back once again with the renegade Clarky. Blimey, he's uh, absolutely uh, on. You've had he's, a lot He's of, on fire. Lots too of much caffeine. Too Lots much caffeine. caffeine. Too much yeah. coffee. Fuck. Too much football. Too much caffeine. Okay. Hello. Um, welcome everybody. Um, this is going to be another one of those free form episodes that we just we just roll with. We get all kind of bohemian and stuff, and um, basically because I haven't been asked to do anything, so <clears throat> Beastie's done all the prep. So, I'm, but he wants me to host, so it's going to be messy. Um, so we're going to kick straight into Beastie. Where have you been? What have you been doing? Um, I've just been working and stuff and family stuff. Not, not exciting, but I have been playing games and I have been watching stuff, um, which I know after after last week's we haven't watched anything, I thought I should put some stuff in. And Clarky also stepped up to the plate with watching crap as well. Stuff I've watched as well, yeah. even better. Um, but no, uh, it's been... I'm going to kind of start with um, Kickstarter. Mm. You hate um, Kickstarter. Now, in the last, well, generally, I'm a, I've got a rule, kind of a, avoiding buying games on Kickstarter because I just think generally a game can be developed elsewhere. But I'm particularly against um, very rich or already established people mm-hmm. um, using Kickstarter as a tool just you, to really get. You fun. Don't buy games on Kickstarter, BC. You buy I, hope. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, or you you buy them and just don't bother playing them like Vamsy. That is also true. Um, so in my not buying hope, in the lo- I've realised I'm in the last month I've gone into three different Kickstarters for video games. Mm. To be fair, all of them are indie, so I don't feel too bad. Um, the first one, I just you know when you you just read one article on a website and you go, oh that's quite interesting. Oh, I'll just drop. X amount of dollars on Kickstarter for it, and I find yeah. I do this quite a lot. I read one article and go, "Oh, that seems quite interesting." Enough for me just to be intrigued, and enough for me to then put money on it. How much least, money though? Well, not a great deal. I don't think. I don't think any of these games have, I've put. So more it's than. not my kind of. Oh, that game sounds interesting. I'll go and drop 130 quid on a DS and stuff. No, I haven't gone down the route of. Well, actually, okay. we should. Uh, we should go and I'll have a conversation about retro handheld consoles in a minute. Um, now you've now you said it. You kind of. Peaked yeah, interest. Peaked um, too soon. <laughs> the, um, so, one game I've read, I think it was Rock Paper Shotgun, had an article um, for a game called Sheltered, which is a mm-hmm. kind of pixelated um, 
uh, sound looks sounds a little bit like a roguelike mixed with um, Project Zomboid, um, where you um, are in a nuclear bunker with your family. You've got to go and keep the bunker and your family alive in it, um, and kind of go out for supplies and avoid all the mutated gribblies on top. What is it, is it, what it, I, that's all pretty much I know about it. And I thought that was enough for me to go. Yeah, I'm sold. That sounds interesting. Um, so I'm not going to drop money on that. Then I also drops up another on a game called Xeno Galaxies, mm. which is a. Please tell me it's not pixelated. It isn't pixelated, oh. but it is a um, kind of a first-person shooter slash exploration slash Minecraft type game. So you kind of you can get you travel on the ships and you can land on. Um, Kind of randomly generated environments, and you can get different experiences. And I thought, oh, it's No Man's Sky, isn't it? It isn't. It is. Before I knew what No Man's Sky is, that I did drop some money on this. I mean, said so No Man's Sky. I still want to see a bit more on that. It's a bit early days to know whether that's going to be particularly interesting. Um, and lastly, now I'm going to kind of slightly plug this because the guy who made this is actually a former colleague of mine, so I thought it was quite interesting. Um, a game called Mighty Tactical Shooter, um, which is a uh, remember R type, remember R type, the kind of side scrolling yeah. um, up. It's a bit like that, except it's turn based. So, right, you, you control. Right. Yeah, that's right. You control. It's all side scrolling shooter, but you control um, the ship, and its movements are. Um, a turn-based thing, so you can kind of you move, a, you can drag to move a bit, and as you move, the missiles and ships come towards you will will continue their movement in the same time of what you would have taken you to go from A to B, if you see what I mean. And then from there, you can go. Well, I'm going to move that ship down. I'm going to fire. I'm going to put a gravity well there, and the, the, the missiles that are going to hit me are now going to bounce away, and it's just kind of got really cool kind of um, gravitational if effects. If you say and, pixelated graphics again, I'll. It is pixelated graphics. Oh, f- haven't we had enough of pixelated <laughs> graphics yet? No. Uh, well, 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 I don't know what your problem with pixelated graphics. I'm right, well, I'm kind of the sick. whole point about sort of evolution and whatever is that we kind of grew out of pixeled graphics 20 years ago. And we're no, we back didn't there, know. And every bloody game is yeah. pixelated and it's... I blame I see, I, I <laughs> have the I have the opposite view to that. My view is that Actually, now we've got people who can have they have facilities to create games themselves, which means you get far more interesting and dynamic games that are completely different. Well, I, don't, I don't doubt the games are, are different and interesting. I'm making, and making sounds 3D but, engines, and that comes very expensive. In the I'm effort. not even saying it has to be 3D. I'm just saying I'm a little bored of where they kind of go. They either go for the lazy route of let's just bung some pixels together because we can't be bothered to smooth it and make proper, you know, animations, or it's just oh, we'll go for this really funky retro pixelated art style that everyone's been doing to death for the last five years. I'm getting a little bored of it. It's lazy. Oh, well, it's Someone's getting... an arsy little bitch tonight. Yeah. I'm just saying. I, I don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, I, I have no issue with pixelated graphics. It generally it, it suckers me in completely. But no, I've... But, but would, it, would it, you know... If you've got like, I guess it's like an. I'm thinking R type, but I'm thinking with pixelated, like it is proper R type, where you know there are no smooth edges to the ship; it's all square pixels. Would it have killed them just to make that into a nice, you know, 
nice piece of art rather than just let's you know I, I don't know it just seems a bit we've got all this technology and you choose not to use it I, I don't know whether that's you I don't know anyway move on me me and my anti-pixel yeah well, mm. I am the anti-pixel well, yeah, you are. <laughs> I, I realise I'm going to do my, my list in completely reverse order just to be uh, completely contrary. Um, so, obviously, those Kickstarter games I haven't played yet because they don't exist. Actually, I've played There's a demo of Mighty Tactical Shooter on the Kickstarter page, which you can actually try it out. Um, but I have been burning some time into Hearthstone again. I had a bit of a break, and it was kind of the, I think the 30th of June. I realised that I hadn't got into my rank 20 or below to get the card back and if you get in the top 20 ranks you get um yeah. a card back and i thought oh, i'll just grind out a few games and i did it didn't take long i was in a few games i'd got up to level 20 um and i thought great got the card back and started playing again um now i was always i've always been quite i, I don't like this we get Rank play is not really a thing that's, oh, I want to do, oh, I want to do this competitive play, I want to be the best in the world. That's never really been my desire. I just like to play a good card game. Mm. So I generally have quite some quite strong decks, which seem to work quite well in rank play. And I think, oh, this works, this is, this doesn't work, and I'm trying this and tinkering with it, whatever else. Um, and often I tinker in casual play, because it kind of makes sense to do that, if you can see why. I mean, yeah. casual makes you a chance to kind of opportunity. Now, something started happening, and I've actually looked into it since, and I've resolved why, but it's quite frustrating. So, Rank Play works on a monthly league, a monthly season. Yeah. So, every month, the, the clock resets, and the rank you are, you can compete, put the other people in that rank, and you get fully tested. Um, now, I just presumed that Casual was just a completely random, you get put in with anybody a complete it could be somebody who's really good same yeah. as you a lot worse a lot better whatever um no apparently there's a background ranking in casual that kind of makes sense it does kind of make sense except that i can't win a casual <laughs> <laughs> um, then surely you'll just drop down into the bucket where you belong i don't, I don't know i mean it's like it it's like it gone. All right, this guy does quite well ranked. Oh, he's casual games. He's generally quite well. Let's just give him really hard opponents. And I think it's probably because I haven't pushed myself in rank play enough um, to make it challenging. I've not really kind of pushed. I probably could be probably in my kind of the the sub tens maybe, um, and I probably haven't bothered to do that. And I'm just not really getting a good challenge there. But equally on casual, it's just I'm just getting really, really hard because it's based upon all of my performances ever across across casual since the start. Um, it's a bit annoying. It, it means I don't really get to practice decks properly. It means I only really can practice against the AI. Um, because yeah, I have no way. I don't, it's not really casual for me. It's I'm actually getting a more competitive experience from the casual players. Well, it is a competitive card game. It is, but then you have a ranked mode and a casual mode. Well, yeah, but I think uh, isn't casual more just about because otherwise, like let's say you were really good, you'd be really pissed off with not getting a challenge because you'd be getting you know be mixed. If it was completely random, you'd be getting thrown up against the likes of me with no idea what I'm doing, and that wouldn't be fun for you. Likewise, if I'm low, oh, I don't I'm know. Going I think, the I, I don't people, know. I'm going to get I, really I, pissed off because I'm dying. You know, I'm, I'm I, losing I, all the time. So I'm kind of happy to crush people. It doesn't really upset me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But what's the other way around all the time? Like it is at the moment. 
<laughs> You're going to get pissed off and bring it up on some podcast show and rant about it for a bit. I, 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 need, I need to get back into this because I am, I am kind of missing my uh, horrendous lunchtime defeats by Beastie. <laughs> are you playing this on iPad, Beastie, or are you um, I'm mainly playing on PC, to be honest. Um, I, there's no reason why it's just for me. I, just, I can watch, put some something on Netflix on um, one monitor and this can play Hearthstone on the other. It's quite a nice game to play in that way. Um, but that, that's I, why you're losing, fool. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I guess I'll just, I'm just kind of like flipping out my, my deck that does really well in ranked, can't win any cash on. It makes me very, very cross. Um, <laughs> so I'm having to now do the daily quests in ranked play because it's easy for me to win. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Um, anyway, Hearthstone's been mentioned uh, a fair bit, but keeping on with. Um, the Blizzard tone, and it was interesting enough to see another little um, uh, person playing this the other day, and that was um, Diablo 3. Uh. And on that note, I think they've lost Clarky. No, no, I'm still here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, <be> long. <laughs> the, so I've actually managed to get to, actually completed the main game since oh, I last spoke and I completed the expansion as well mm. um, and I've now just got to level cap, so level 70 um, which I had to go beyond the actual leveling experience to get there, even though I, I cranked the, the difficulty up to make it um, a bit quicker mm-hmm. um, I, I mean I've quite I've quite enjoyed it in a sense of I've been quite tired because of work and actually it's a very simple game to play yeah, really. it's quite cathartic yeah, so I'm just going to be mashing through mobs and playing for a while, and be trying the adventures, which is a, um, a system of repeating various um, quests, kind of, but really little elements from the different acts in the game already, and there's doing like five of them to get additional prizes. Mm-hmm. It's generally focused around killing a, a boss of some kind. Um, it's been quite good for getting gear up. Um, I, I do find it does get a bit confusing when you get beyond the basic because all the time you're going up, you're getting the different levels of gear, and all the gear is attuned to the level you are at the time. So all the content you play is scaled to the level you are at the time, c- completely by that, and then you have the difficulty level on top of that, which goes between normal and hardcore, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that affects what loot drops as well. And then when you get above level cap, you start getting these paragon things. You can get different boosts to your characters. It does get a bit confusing. I mean, I, I kind of get it, but you can easily get lost in this kind of meta game of specs and uh, what loot does this and do I do this thing to get this legendary? I, it's a bit strange, but Clarky, I saw you playing it. Have you been playing it much at all? What, Diablo? Yeah. Um, uh, no, I, I kind of put it on for an hour yesterday because I haven't played it in a while. I do want to get back into it though because I, uh, I was really enjoying it. It's just one of those games that seem to uh, fall by the wayside unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I know that I know John's put an exorbitant amount of times in it. I don't, I don't see where people get that the point of doing it outside of that. I mean, I can't see myself I mean, maybe I will just to play it a little bit but I can't... Once you get the level cap, I, can't, I feel like I've, I've finished the game already. Mm. What why am I, am I am I literally just doing stuff just to grind up to I get I don't gear? get the meta game at all. I don't understand it. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm only like I seem to have played it for hours, but I'm only like I think probably just about to get to the end of Act Two or something. I'm, it's like really low, whatever. But um, it's one of those games. I'll a bit like Clark. I'll just pick up every now and again, 
mash for an hour and a half for just an evening when you just you know when you just want to just chill and you think what can I put on that's just easy I don't have to think about this pretty um, that I kind of has a bit of exploration in it and so I'll just stick that on um, but I can't see why if I once I'd finished the game even if I'm not a level cap if I finish the game if I get to the end of Act Five or whatever it is if that might take me till Diablo falls out um, why I don't why do I need to rank my gear up I'm done. Yeah, I, I mean, the only thing, this goes back to kind of the WoW raiding mechanic, which mm. is, of course, play a dungeon until it's really hard when you first start grind, grind, And you grind through to get better gear. And then the goal of that is to move on to the next dungeon, which, which at least is a goal because you're going to another step. You're going to yeah. a different dungeon, different experience. Whereas this, I, no, so all I'm experiencing is all I noticed when I changed difficulty was that it was just taking me longer to kill things. Mm hmm. That doesn't equate more fun to me, unfortunately. Uh, me sitting there just holding the mouse button out, smashing the mouse button down, it doesn't... I'm like, well, mm, this isn't di- more difficult for me. I don't know. Uh, I say, it's quite a nice experience. It's quite nice going through it. I'm kind of pleased I managed to do it, and if people wanted to play, I could go, oh, yeah, I've got level 70 character. I could join you and not be a problem. Um, But, yeah, the one thing I can say about it, it did give me a taste for a slightly old-school... Um, but in a shiny, um, in a shiny presentation game, mm, and this is where this is, this is where the next game came along. This is the <laughs> one you mocked before. I'll have you know. Oh, this is that one you tried to get me to drop forty quid on, isn't it, Vance? For an alpha, quid. it was thirty quid. Oh, apologies, I can't, I can't remember mocking at all. I mean, that was if it was, I'm, I'm deeply sorry. I so, so. Um, <laughs> so I picked up. Um, Divinity Original Sin which I have to say they should have really got somebody to pick a better title for the game it's like, when it's called Divinity or it's the most generic kind of oh, you know exactly yeah. what this game is before you even see any artwork yeah so I so this is obviously a old school Baldur's Gate style role playing adventure yeah how I can best describe it it's yeah it's an isometric RPG turn-based tactical combat-y type thing um, reminds me a lot of Baldur's Gate because there's, and there's also co-op in it which is, is interesting to me um, looks very pretty it does look very pretty it does it's fully three-dimensional it's not um, kind of static pre-rendered backgrounds like mm. the old like the old RPG days um, but it really is a kind of taste of the past in a in a very modern setting, kind of like the opposite of all the games, pixelated games you're moaning about mm-hmm. five minutes ago. <laughs> um, it's I really like the fact that when you move around the world, it's quick. You just, your mouse clicking and it's quick. It's real time. You can pick up objects. You can engage with those objects. It's a little bit quirky with some of the things. I've definitely found myself a bit, a bit confused by why, what's this doing, what does this mean, and I couldn't. I was very very perplexed by very simple puzzles. I didn't How far know. have you got into it? I'm not. I mean, like, I'm not very far. I mean, an hour, maybe something like that. Not. Have you got to the main town yet? Are you still? Yes. Right. Yeah, I'm in the main town. Yeah, I, I, I played through on one because, of course, because you have you have quite a. You basically choose two characters at the beginning of it. I presume you can have more than that. Uh, looking at the layout bit piece, that you at least have four in the future. Um, that's how it looks from the kind of formation of how your players, how your characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Stand with each other, and I kind of played around with some different combinations of classes. And I, so I've remade about three times now. 
I'm like, okay, I didn't like that. I tried, I tried with a witch and a um, fighter, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was okay. Um, the witch felt a bit, maybe it'd get better later on, but it felt a bit feeble compared to my warrior, which was just devastating. Um, then I uh, tried a couple of others, and I tried a knight and a ranger. They seem quite powerful. Yeah, they kind of um, mash together quite nicely, don't they? Yeah, um, so I'm really putting a stick with those those guys. But it, 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 move, uh, the the control system is a little bit odd, and it does got some. I, I wish there's some, some minor things they could do to make it a bit like when you open a a, a thing and it's empty. Just close the box down again. Why am I manually having to close? Because if you open you search for lots of chests and barrels, you're like, it's got nothing in it. So why why is the box still there? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it doesn't seem like very much, but it's just kind of irritating when you're going to go around and trying to search through stuff. Um, but I did, did get perplexed by some of the early puzzles, but it's just a kind of adjusting to this kind of gameplay style again. Yeah, just to, um, to, to bring you up to speed, I'm just, I'm just looking on the site at the moment because I, I was querying the, the two or four characters. You basically, you, you play with two characters, but each hero, each character could hire a henchman later on. Right. And okay. you can summon sentimental, So you can get to four, um, but you get to equip them, level them. Do it's, I think it's a bit like... Um, Oh, Dragon's Dogma, that kind of thing. So that might be quite interesting. Mm. Um, it just it just seems like um, a real proper evolution of things like Baldur's Gate and um, Planescape Torment in many ways, that kind of thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm really quite looking forward to... It's one of those ones I want to be... I almost want to be sick for a couple of days, you know? I just kind of like... Oh, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Sit in bed with a laptop and just have to be forced. There's nothing else I can do but play this. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of one of the issues I've had with it so far has been the um, I I know this could absorb lots of time and I'm trying to not soak up all the time playing it if mm. you see what I mean. Yeah, no, I get it completely. It's um, time. Yeah, um, it just feels like it'd be a massive time sink. But sorry, one thing I want to get into is the combat because one. Mm. Because I like the fact that you move around in real time it doesn't really affect anything. Now, when combat starts, it's always it turns into a bit of a an event, a bit like okay, it, everything kind of stops and going. Oh, a battle is going to commence. Battle mode time battle or something. <laughs> um, and it's the same perspective, same everything. It just now becomes a turn-based game. Yeah. So you have action points based upon what attacks you're doing, movement, and. Um, I just think it's, it's kind of like I think like this early today. Um, it's the opposite of FTL, where FTL your movement is turn based yeah. and the combat's real time. This is obviously the other way around. Um, well, it's I, a bit like a JRPG in many ways, isn't it? You kind of move yeah. around the world, and then as yeah. soon as you get into a battle, it's it's arena time almost. Um, I, I, I kind of bought this for a friend of mine today because I knew he'd love it. And he, I was just like, you had this game. went, he really threw it and went, went turn-based? <laughs> Create your own content? He went, went, hang on a second, is this a Kickstarter? And I went, yeah, it was a Kickstarter. He went, yeah. He said it had that kind of open new ideas thing you don't get with <laughs> with, with big publishers. Um, so I, I wonder if you had the same issue that, that pissed me off. I don't know whether they fixed it because I... I one of the problems I have with some of the the early access games that I've, I've bought into is that by the time of the release comes out, I've played the opening to them about six times. It's kind of like, oh god, I've got to do that again. Um, but with the combat, 
I found I couldn't initiate. I couldn't choose the character who went first in combat. No, I couldn't work out to that. But I, I, I'm guessing it must be a way of doing it. No, no, I got a feeling that they're initiative roles. Uh, I think there's probably background initiative roles because I couldn't work out how to do that either. Because that was really annoying because I think I was going with you. I was going with something like a knight and a, a ranger at one point and I wanted to kind of soften my target up with my rangers like, I can't remember what they're, poison arrows or frozen arrows or something like that. You know, yes, all, all of them, I think. Well, yeah, whatever. And, you know, to, to kind of soften the target up before my knight because that, that, they would complement each other perfectly like that. But I couldn't do it and I had to go the other way around which didn't just didn't work as well because, you know, they just I needed to soften the target up before I waded in basically yeah there's um yeah I mean I've played it I've played it I've probably played the first two hours about six times first two and a half hours about six times and really enjoyed it and played around with the classes but you know they kept server wiping so I haven't really um I, I would love to it's another one of these it's just time it's just like I say I just need a a lot of time which mm. I haven't got but there we go yeah, I'm glad you're enjoying it though, because it was one of those games that it's not very often you see something like that and you think actually that looks really polished and unpixely. Yeah, this is true. This <laughs> is true. Cool. Um, but no, I really like it. Um, I'll be looking forward to putting some time into that, and hopefully I can balance that and still not try and play too much Team Fortress Two, which is still which is a lie because I saw you on that yesterday. Yeah, I said I'd try. I didn't yeah. say I was. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest, what, what's happened to you for just two that's kind of pulled me back in? And it seems really odd because I've put, obviously, hundreds of hours into it. Um, I haven't really played a great deal of Scout in the game. Um, and they introduced in the last patch something called a Backscatter, which is basically replace, replaces his um, scatter gun. It's a, this, is, this Backscatter version. So it's got slightly less ammo, and its, it's shots are a bit more... Um, imprecise um but now when you're if you're behind your opponent you get um mini crits on them mm-hmm. um and i found that i've become quite devastating um by playing it's just quite a different play style to what i'm used to playing because i i generally play quite aggressive characters i know it's obviously team fortress is fairly aggressive anyway but um the scout definitely has more of a kind of run in shoot run away grab a health pack go, go around again kind of a lot more um, avoiding uh, combat directly, and so I've actually found this kind of new critting from behind thing has pulled me into a. Oh, it's just great fun. I can try and I can try and flank them and then kind of shoot them in the back, and it was kind of really satisfying. I think I was playing at lunchtime, and um, there was two heavies on a cart pushing it, and I managed to avoid and jump around and kill both of them because this kind of tasty critting from behind um, <laughs> combination. I'm sure they were pissed off at a low, lowly scout managed to kill them. Yeah, there'll be loads uh, of forum posts about how it's OP. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't looked yet. Um, <laughs> but it wouldn't surprise me. As soon as soon What I find is if you, everyone starts doing well with a particular class in Team Fortress, everyone starts playing that class. It's quite sad. Yeah. Um, Same everywhere. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> so you enjoyed Divinity Original Sin. That's the one that Clarky decided he wasn't going to take my advice on and purchase. So Clarky, what are you oh. playing instead of the remarkably wonderful Divinity? Well, I'm I'm going to take the flavour of the evening and going through the bottom. Um, Pardon? First, well, you know, I've been my list of games. Oh. Uh, the the first of which is uh, Broken Age, which I picked up on the iPad. <laughs> For uh, any, anybody not in the know, this is the uh, Kickstarter-funded project by Double Fan and mm. uh, Tim Schafer, he of Grim Fandango and Mon- Monkey Island fame. 
Yay. Um, surprisingly, it is a point and click adventure. Um, and it is a very, very, very nice looking point and click adventure as well. Really? Uh, yeah, I was I was watching the, uh, the the video that showed the development, the iPad version, and they did really crank the uh, artwork up for this uh, for this version, and it looks absolutely sublime on the Retina display. Yeah, um, I, wasn't, I wasn't hugely keen on the art style, I have to say, because when you, when you when he was kickstarting, he didn't tell you anything about really what the game was going to be looking like. So you're going very, very much. But you well, still put money in. Of course, it. yeah, of course you did. You know, <laughs> Tim Schafer comes saying, "I've got an idea. I want to make a you know a new adventure game." It's like, mm, yeah, okay, I'll 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 gamble on that. Um, still haven't played the bloody thing, but <laughs> I'll gamble on it. Um, and then he sort of released the art style, and I was kind of like, "Oh, I'm not sure I like this." Was it pixelated? Uh, it's very, um, <laughs> very. Painting storybook type uh, artwork. It does look very nice. Um, for for anyone not in the know, this is um, the story of two people who apparently have nothing to do with one another. You've got uh, Shay, who is uh, who I believe, and I actually found out afterwards, is actually voiced by Elijah Wood, mm-hmm. uh, little Frodo there. Uh, you've got Shay, who basically lives uh, in the middle of deep space on this spaceship. He's the uh, last survivor of his particular race, and he, he's basically stuck on board this ship, which uh, is run by a computer called Mother, um, which does does just that. It basically mothers him. It dictates what he's going to do every day. It gives him really mundane, child almost childlike tasks to do, like you know, save. Save your little friends from a mountain of ice cream and things. Sounds like uh, my wife. Yeah, well, and he he just basically lives a, a mundane existence. Um, the, when you kind of start off as him, it, it, the game kind of uh, sort of drives on the sort of mundaneness of how he lives from day to day by making you repeat the same tasks over and over for a certain while until you get to a point where you can uh, kind of change things, and that's where his uh, his story kind of uh, kind of begins there. Um, and on the other uh, on the other foot, you have Vela, who uh, lives on a very pretty-looking planet, which um, is like that for a reason. Unfortunately, she is um, going to be sacrificed at an annual thing called the Maiden's Feast, um, basically to a gigantic Cthulhu-like creature <laughs> with loads of eyes and tentacles called the Mogchothra. Um, and basically, I've obviously with I can't really spoil it, Vamsy, because you haven't played it. Oh, don't you dare. <laughs> uh, but basically, um, her adventure kicks off, and um, that, that's a way with the story, really. I mean, you can you can kind of flick between the two characters' uh, storylines at will, uh, a bit like you could in, uh, I think, was it Day of the Tentacle? Mm. You could kind of switch between the three characters in that. Um, the Or you can just play it sort of one character to the end of his particular story and then switch over to the other one. Um, if you kind of keep flicking between the two, the uh, <clears throat> certain aspects of the story do become more, uh, more obvious. Um, again, something else like, oh, I fucking hate no spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it helps, Clocky, I don't care. Fair enough. Bams, you take your headset off. No, there are <laughs> listeners out there I'm protecting. No, but ba- basically, if you um, don't, if you if dare. you flick, no, if you flick between the two uh, the two storylines, you will start to realise sooner rather than later, as in if you were playing them individually, that uh, maybe these two people from different worlds have more in common than it may have. Oh, first. you've ruined yeah. it now. No, I haven't That's ruined it. it. You've ruined it. it, it, it the it, problem it, with it, this game is, and it's it's another thing. It's where I kind of 
have an issue with some of the new sort of early access Kickstarter type games. They start doing this bollocks thing where they start releasing them in two parts. Yeah, the... I don't like this because when Broken Age, I actually cleared some time because they gave us the release date for Broken Age, and I sort of thought, right, here's my gaming window. I'm going to reserve that week to play Broken Age. I'm really looking forward to it. And it, it kind of came out, and they said, oh yeah, but the second half, what, isn't going to be out for another three months? And it's just like, oh, for f- why? Why would you do no, that? No, that, that that was my only uh, negative point about it. I mean, there's about I think three hours worth of gameplay there. And that's, that is second day, second part is out, isn't it? No. Ah, see, that's the thing. It's been sit, it's sitting on my hard drive. It's it's installed and everything, and it's just I'm, there's no point in me playing it. It's like the same as I'm doing with um, uh, what do you call it? Like the Wolf Among Us and the Telltale games. I, I I just wait for all those episodes to come out so I can play them through all at once. I don't want because their release schedule's so bollocks that you don't know. You know, if they if they turn around, <laughs> this is going to come out every Tuesday. Or you know every other week or something like that, and they stuck to it. Then I'd be quite happy to go along with it, you know, and say, okay, well I'll play this chapter now, and then I'll wait a week and I'll play the next chapter. But they don't. They sort of say, oh yeah, part one's out, part two will be along, ooh, maybe next month, but probably six. And you're like, oh, so yeah, you end so up just saving to, them all up, and some to, bastard comes along and spoils it for you. Yeah, to <laughs> uh, to, to make it even worse, Ramsey, there is a cliffhanger in this as well. Yeah, I mean, I I I I think Broken Sword, I um I couldn't actually hold on because that's like one of my all-time favourite games. I've no idea why, but it just is. And I I played the first half of that, and then by the time I got to the part two, I completely forgotten any semblance of the plot from part one. Had to go and read a synopsis online because I just couldn't remember where the hell it had gone. Um, I just, I just don't like it. If you're going to bring the game out, bring it out finished. Yeah, so unless it's early cool. access, of course, in which case. It's well, sort of... absolutely, you can't turn down that free pair of socks, can absolutely. you? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Collector so... socks. <laughs> <laughs> so no, that's uh, Broken Edge. Um, very pretty. Pick it oh, up. Oh, I want to play it now. What um, one thing I will say, they did, uh, they have also optimize the controls on iPad so when you enter a room a little kind of eyeball icon appears at the top of the uh, top of the screen so if you tap that it will highlight for a few seconds any objects of interest within a particular room so you're not scrambling about tapping the uh, well, screen point, point and click games are normally pretty good for that on the touch interface I mean they did the um, the director's cuts of Broken Sword 1 and 2 and they, they sort of what's the word port over onto the iPhone and the iPad extremely well. A little bit small on the iPhone, obviously, but on the iPad, that's you know I've got them on that as well, and they they, they do it really brilliantly, and they've implemented a really good like hint system and stuff like that. So you know they they seem to be getting better. At least it's not yeah. like an action game where they're trying to do that stupid thing with the joystick on the screen, which is <laughs> well, all all the humours in that game anyway, all the classic. Uh... It's kind of Lucas Arts points and click humour. Cool. Uh, I'm a, I'm a little bit disappointed that there wasn't at least a cameo from uh, a rubber chicken with a pulley attached to it. <laughs> Part two. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, right, what else have we been playing? Um, yeah, I a uh, bit, bit of renewed PC love here from me. Um, yeah. Uh, Sniper Elite Three came out a few weeks ago, and as I refused to pay top dollar for it, I started playing Sniper Elite V2 again on yeah, the PC. Go. Um, yeah, look at that! There we go. <laughs> um, this I'm, which this isn't really going to sell what I'm about to say at the end of this review as well. I, I was kind of a bit 
I don't know. It, the, the sniping aspect of it is really good. I mean, I like the whole mm-hmm. aim, pull the trigger, and then you get the slow motion bullet travel. Yeah. And then it kind of hits the body, and you get an X-ray of the of their internal organs as they're shredded by the bullet that you've just fired. Yeah. Um, but they kind of do do that. I mean, it, it isn't done to the point where it, it's overkill. I mean, it, it's it not everything. Is, though, Clarky. Well, not really. No, I mean, it, it doesn't happen on every single guy you kill. No. <laughs> Maybe nearly everyone. <laughs> uh, the, the problem is, it then tries to. Uh, also, be kind of a, a, a third-person shooter as well, because yeah, that that's kind of where it falls down a little bit, um, because it's not very good as a third-person shooter. No, I got to the bit. There's um, the demo level they release, where you've kind of got this S-shaped kind of map where you start off in a crumbling building and you've got to fight your way around where you try and ambush a set of trucks and stuff. I really enjoyed that. Replayed that loads of times because it just it did what the game should do, which is you're a kind of a sniper and you kind of, you find a hiding spot, you pick a few people off, then you move to another hiding spot, then pick a few people off. And there, there was a bit of kind of third person shooting in there, but not, not a great deal. It kind of tried to play to your strengths. And then there was this other bit where during the game, you had to kind of infiltrate a German base and it turned into kind of this, like you say, a third person shooter where you suddenly had to get submachine guns and, yeah, and it just didn't work very well. No, I absolutely agree with you there, but I don't know. I just, I just love the sniping aspect the sniping to mechanic. it. The, sm- the sniping mechanic more than makes up for it. Is a really, I don't know. It's quite a when you pull the trick. You know, it's a very visceral thing. It really does feel good to blow someone's bollock off. Oh, absolutely. Mm. It's, it's, it's basically gratuitous kind of. Um, Mortal Kombat death moves. Uh, that's exactly how yes. I was going to describe it, yes. Oh. And let's face it, whoever gets bored of Mortal Kombat death moves. Oh, I don't like them. Well, oh. they're probably scary for times you don't forget. I, do, I think they're stuff. a bit too good. Have we mentioned this on the podcast before? Yes, or just somewhere else, but I think we have. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a big fan of them. I think they go a bit too far. Actually, now. I've got a feeling we, if, listen, this was probably a, a backstage conversation we had at uh, uh, um, episode 100. Oh, very, very probably. I, I, there's, there's a couple of moves in the, in the latest version that are fairly well publicised, where somebody pulls out a gun, kneecaps um, the combatant, and then um, one he sinks to his knees, sort of puts a bullet through his head, and then takes out a chewing gum and blocks the spurting blood fountain of blood from his forehead with a gum. And I just think that's possibly going a tad far. Especially as we're going to the age of more photorealism, it just seems a little bit, yeah, overkill. Yeah. A little bit mean. A little bit tight, yeah. I mean, the guy's down. You know, don't, 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 you know, not just kick a guy when he's down, but don't shoot him in the face and then plug it with a chewing gum kind of thing. That's a bit out of order, really. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. But um, so, Sniper Elite V2. It, it, it's good in its own way. Um, I, I was also kind of watching the. Uh, Trailers and things for Snap Elite Three, which I absolutely swore I wouldn't be picking up on release. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I, I even had a conversation with Yoda earlier this evening. He said we could maybe have a quick go on the multiplayer of uh, Elite Two at some point. And I kind of said, well, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure how that'll plan out. I mean, I, I'm not planning on buying number three anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, 20 minutes later, I went on the, the Games Keys Now website and noticed that on offer for sixteen ninety nine on their birthday thing was Snap Elite Three, which I promptly purchased. Yeah, 
You never catch me doing that. Well, our willpower is way too strong for that kind of nonsense. No, of course. It's downloading it after the show then, Vams, eh? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it took him all of about 15 seconds after you mentioned it before I had the click to the buy button. 16.99. Mm. You can't not for 16.99. I, I nearly, I nearly got him to pick up StarCraft Two as well. No, you didn't. Oh, you did. You, you blackened me with that. You, you, look, you looked at that and thought, ooh, 12.99. I looked at it before you mentioned because I knew it was the kind of thing you just basically come all over. You were teasing me, weren't you? Move on. You awful man. Uh, so yeah, I'll, uh, I'll obviously review Sniper Elite Three on the PC in a future episode. <laughs> um, uh, something else I, I kind of revisited, and I don't know why the hell I actually even started this game again. It was uh, Dark Souls, the hey. kind of the, the original Dark Souls. Um, this was a game which was fundamentally broken on the PC, even to the point that when I first purchased this and started playing it, it would run at about on minimum settings. It was running at something like ten or fifteen frames per second. Oh, you're um, such nice. a frame boy fanboy, aren't you? Oh well, come on. I mean, it, it was a case where it was absolutely unplayable. Fifteen, um, twenty, thirty. It won't play unless it's at least twenty-two frames a second. Oh no, no there we go. <laughs> uh, and then I, uh, I, 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 boost, I booted it back up the other day um, for reasons unknown to everybody, um, and noticed that it actually works now. Um, I managed to crank the settings up to maximum. Don't get me wrong, the game still looks like dog shit. Um, <laughs> it does, though. <laughs> uh, but it, it does actually work with no no apparent uh, lag. So it, instead of uh, charging headlong into uh, a rather jerky encounter with two skeletons, I can now <laughs> approach these two skeletons at full frame rate and equally get mowed down. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I just keep going back for another go. One more turn. Maybe I should have blocked on that hit. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> I, I can kind of see myself getting back into this now. Yeah, I like that game. Yeah, it, not quite to the point that I'm prepared to buy Dark Souls 2, although I'll uh, keep my eye on there's the enough, game. There's enough website. content in, in Dark Souls to actually not worry too much about that. I've got Dark Souls 2 because, again, it was I think it was another Games Keys Now thing where they did it stupidly cheap and it's like, oh, go on then. By the time I get around to playing it, it'll be like three quid on a Steam sale, but, you know. No, you see, I, I actually, uh, again, actually unheard of in PC gaming, picked up the physical copy of this and got a nice little uh, book and some postcards and physical things. Physical copy? No, it rings a bell. It does ring a bell. Is that um, like cassette? Did you have to put your actual like disc in the machine? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> I did have to. I did close. Have to, I did have to leave my house and go to a shop to buy it. Oh, that can happen anyway. But I mean, yeah, you're not some kind of like thug who has to put a disc in the machine. <laughs> Install so, the game. Yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Come on, beastie. Well, I'll just checking. <laughs> just checking. Come on, let's get uh, to the meat of it, Clarky. Oh, God. This is all your fault. Yeah. <laughs> I even texted Yoda and apologised profusely to him earlier about this. Yeah, I bet he's quite disappointed. And I wouldn't worry. He's not. Uh, actually, yet. he isn't. He was kind of saying, oh, I'm going to download this now, then. Oh, we're going to turn him. It's not. It's, it's just too rubbish. <laughs> it's <gasps> not going to matter. Oh, um, this game, of course, being Dota 2. Which... Yeah. But Vamsey, obviously, in one of his moods this weekend, consistently <laughs> pestered me to uh, download. Yeah, it took all of three text messages. 
Oh, there were three long text text messages. You have no idea the thought that went into this. Uh, <laughs> so yes, I, I downloaded it. Uh, surprisingly, I actually had a copy of it from some code someone gave me once upon a time. Probably <laughs> me as well. Should have been anybody. No, well, I, I think I think somebody gave me a code, and then a few days later, I, I somehow ended up with about a hundred to give out. Yeah, to that sounds about yeah. right. <laughs> um, yeah, I I didn't. I, I liked the few games I played on LOL, but it, it didn't kind of grab me. But this one, for some reason, has. And I don't really know why. Perhaps it's the fact that it has a a more in-depth training aspect to it. It doesn't kind of just throw your headlong into the hole. Oh, God, it's so boring. <laughs> no, oh, it's not boring. Oh, man. It, but it, for somebody coming into MOBAs, yeah. you know, fresh off the boat, that... You know, Dota 2 has okay. Maybe asking someone to do ten mid lane games is a bit much, but um, you know, it's got a very good tutorial system. I mean, I was reading today that um, League of Legends is uh, basically going to be looking at reworking their entire tutorial because it's just not up to scratch because people can't can't. I find it very hard to get into the game, and they, you know, I'm sure they'll be looking at Dota as kind of the model to do it. It's a very very good tutorial system. Yeah, it seems less cluttered as well than LoL does uh, with menus and things when you're actually in game, of course. Yeah, um, I, th- I think so. I don't know, but um... I, 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 it's really hard. And the reason that um, I'm almost certain that um, Yoda will not be pulled in is the fact he has played LoL a lot more than both of you two, and I think that. It's Dota is almost unplayable for me. It's just I look at it and go like, "How is this game? Oh my god, it's so frustrating." Um, how, how so though? Just to, to uh, me, they're to me they're similar to the point that they sure, are purely I mean, a statement. Like they, they, well, no, they're similar in a sense of um, what the games that they are. I mean, it, it's it's like being a linear first person shooter. I mean, they're fundamentally exactly the same as each other, uh-huh. um, except that the there are some key differences to how things behave, and I have particular issues with um, the um, the art style. And I, I I get I can lose my character so easily in the world because it's so similar. It's got the same kind of drabness to it, and I, I find it really hard to spot the minions difference and to 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 pick them out in lols. Really obvious because everything's quite kind of outlined it's, it's defined um I, I it it's not at all like that in dota 2 it's just feels really kind of um foggy for me if that, foggy is quite really i don't know it's just not ah, i think i know what you mean yeah um and as a person who's put in um, several tens of hours into league of legends it's really hard to shift because it is similar but it's so similar but so different that it's problematic. That seems a bit odd, but that's honestly how I feel about it. It's, I'm, I, I, I'd, I'll be surprised if Yoda gets pulled in, but we'll see. I don't think he will. I think it's one of those things that the first one you kind of spend any particular time with is quite... I don't know many people who've, who've switched, who've started on LOL and gone to Dota, or started on Dota and gone to LOL. Um, no. I, I think you just get to. I mean, there are there are nuances to to 
both games that differentiate them enough to someone who's played a fair bit, and I, I certainly haven't, as Clarky <laughs> will attest to our game this evening. <laughs> Fucking dire. But um, I, I don't know. I, I was in one of those moods, and I think I think what happened was. Um, I think I mentioned on last week's show that the Invitational was coming up, and I really, I don't know why, I really like watching MOBAs, but specifically Dota, um, streamed. I don't know why. It's a bit like watching football. I just find them, if you've got a good commentator as well, who can explain the kind of game for you and stuff, I I find the actual watching the the game as a a sport, if you like, actually really interesting. Yeah, very much so. Um, and I don't know why, because I, I can't stand watching other people play games normally. I just find it, why, why would I watch somebody else do it when I could be doing it myself? Um, yeah, I completely agree with that statement. <laughs> exactly. But for some reason, I will quite happily watch hours of Dota footage. You know, last, last year's Invitational, I think I watched, oh Christ, all the final games, um, most of the semis, quarters, uh, rounds, I think some of the provisional rounds as well. Wasn't um, that when you were supposed to be on a family holiday? Yeah, that's the one. <clears throat> but she let me take my iPad, so it's her own fault. <laughs> yeah. She did bring it on herself. <laughs> uh, you know, so I, I really do like it. And I think I mentioned it last week. And then, of course, as soon as I mentioned it, it's like, well, I did say I wouldn't play it again, but I'll just I'll just download it to see if anything's changed. And... Um, I've just yeah I've I've just been pootling around in the training missions and stuff and then Clark and I got on earlier before the show and just did a quick um, me and him and three three uh, bots against a, a five bot you know I I have to say regard your play style's a little bit unusual I mean my, my knowledge my knowledge of these kind of games is pretty limited but don't you kind of choose a lane and stick to it not just wander onto whichever one seems to no be no I was I was playing a more free roaming kind of role. Um, basically, wherever I was trying to outnumber the opponents, um, um, kill still basically. Yeah, yeah, kind of ganky type character. Ganky, okay. Um, but yeah, um, I wondered what that meant. It well. didn't work until we got fucking annihilated. <laughs> but I know where I went wrong. I know, you know, I, I kind of have an idea of, of things I could do better the next time round. And unbeknownst to us, Clarky. Um, we we did have a spectator. Uh, yeah, yeah, someone was spectating our game. Uh, Chris, um, off the uh, off the Pile of Shame podcast, was 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 watching us. And oh right, so, so someone off one of your other interests offered offered up uh, his his hearty opinion. Um, Go on. Which was that basically I'm shy. <laughs> but what about yeah. me though? What about me? I don't think he. Th- I think he probably thought you were just another AI bot because you were doing really well. Fuck off, Bamsey. I don't know. We didn't mention <laughs> <laughs> But I'm, I'm it's, quite it's interested. Well, it's clock, yeah. It's best you can hope for. Yeah, true. To be honest, we yeah. got fucking mullered, but we got absolutely... But, you know, yeah. Considering this was a bot match on easy, we had somebody there who dominated. I was level six. He was level 22. So... Um, I, 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 can't, I can't see myself really getting into this to the uh, levels that John and his friends are. No, but, but that's how it starts, Clarky. Yeah. Um, I, 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 think, I think John's generally got a bit of a disorder, though, when it comes to these kind of games. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that he um, he's so obsessed with playing um, multiplayer games that I don't think it matters how good the game is, that he just doesn't care. <laughs> it's like, it's like going to, it's, the way I figure John is, is um, love him to bits, is like going to the pub. And when you go to the pub, 
you kind of it it doesn't matter really what game you're playing it could be darts it could be pool it could be cards it could be dominoes it's the people you're hanging out with really um i think it's it's kind of a case of that but um yeah i'd be interested if we hang out if we if we if we kick through with dota or not um i i i really like it i like the new the kind of new i, I suspect given that i'm playing with it you it'll fizzle out quite quickly yeah probably i'll be on something new that one so i might as well talk about what i've been playing then um hey, start at the bottom start at the bottom no uh, so oh. that's what we talked about actually no, the, so there was one sorry, i just remember vimes i did tease on something when you mentioned um handheld oh yes controls. oh teasing um there, I, I don't know. Obviously, a while back I talked about getting Game Boy Micro. I think I, mean, I, I actually didn't. You didn't did game, mention get, it. No, it's on, on or offline. Um, I did. It was what? It was ages ago. So probably is, is this is this like a proper one you can play rather than the limited edition one you've got hidden in a box somewhere? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but there's a company called Rose Tinted Gaming. I think they're called, mm. um, and they and they basically revamp and redesign old bits of kit and they're currently they've got um game boy advance the original game boy advance consoles and they've got them in a mock super famicom version so the same super famicom gray super famicom logo and all the coloration of the buttons um that of the snes pad um famicom pad for the japanese and pal market um i'm so tempted they're, they're only making 50 of them i'm like oh yeah it looks so nice um Ooh. So, so I could be tempted. I'm just looking at the site now. Yeah, yeah it's got some really cool. They do look rather, rather pretty. Yeah, they do make some very nice stuff. It's oh, I like the, the Zelda games. Oh. Yeah, they even got really pretty boxes that make for them and everything's disgustingly nice. Oh, look at that Wind Waker art. Yeah, it's really nice. Oh, bastard. Well, there we go. There's more money gone than the fucking drain. I have to say, I... I of all the consoles I've owned and discarded or gotten rid of over the years, the, uh, the Game Boy Macro is the biggest regret I've got. I wish I hadn't got rid of that. Am I going to be completely... Is it, what the fuck is a Sega Nomad? Um, it was a US-only Oh, God, release. yeah. It was, basically a mega, it was basically a Mega Drive. It looks like a camera. Um, yeah, it does look like a camera, I guess. It's like an old sort of the early digital cameras. Brilliant. Oh, I want this! <laughs> Look at that! Look at that! We'll keep that, we'll keep that one bookmarked and come swiftly back on topic before everyone's. Sorry, that's fine. No, no, I'll just have to try and save some more money now. Um, so, Dota Two, we talked about um, enjoying that. I racing, um, still doing that. Um, again, not going to talk about it too much. Had some good races this week, but nothing spectacular. I'm still very much learning cars and tracks and stuff and um, deciding which way I want to go but just just having really good fun Never wouldn't have thought driving around in circles would ever grab me but there we go yeah get off subject before you drag, drag anyone else into this obscenity oh it's brilliant though uh, I, I noticed you uh, seem to have gained a high profile fan no uh, I, I believe John has dropped some money on a bit of kit Oh, sorry, I thought you said high profile. <laughs> I, did, I did, how stupid of me. John hasn't dropped money on kit, what are you talking about? What's he done? It, it looked like he had a racing kit set up in his living room. Or is that something oh, he Oh, sorry, had? Clark, you weren't at MGP100, were you? Fuck off. 
no. He's had that for a while. He's, he had a couple of chair setups and stuff. Um, so he had that for a while. It was the one he took to um, MGPX last year. Oh, you went out that way. Um, so yeah, he's <laughs> oh, had that for a little bit. So he's yeah, he's 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 tweeted out a picture of his his little setup. I think he's got his little Alienware next to him. So when he's driving, he's got his Alienware next to him, but then he's got HDMI out to his projector. Um, playing a bit of a Seto course, a bit of F1, I think he was playing earlier as well. And um, he's looking into Y Racing as well, which will be good. So uh, anyone else wants to come join the fun, just um, bring your wallets, boys. Bring your wallets. <laughs> so God. between Dota and I Racing, this is uh, this two obsessions. I'm not sure if they've got room for each other, but we'll, we'll see how that one works out. Wind Waker on the Wii U. I'm still loving that game. Yay! I don't know why. I don't know why. No. It's because it's brilliant. It is brilliant. brilliant. I can't, I can't think of anything really wrong with it. And I was trying to think about what makes it a good game. And I can the one word that keeps coming up all the time is just detail. There's so much stupid detail. Not I'm not talking about detail in the facts of graphics or anything like that, but just the little attention, the, the love that is sort of in this game. Um, the little the little different side quests, the little way you can loop round and kind of you'll revisit an area and suddenly go, oh, right, so that's what that can do. Or I didn't realise I could sneak in the back of that house like this or, uh, you know, all sorts of different little things. And it, it just just works brilliantly. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I have the unpopular opinion that, um, that I, th- I really think that's better than the N64 um, uh, or a... Or a, or a or a color of time and his mask. Completely agree with you, BC. I, I mean, yeah. A lot uh, of people go bang on about them. I, I, I'd say I'm still a bigger fan of Zelda Three. Uh, as I still think it's the best one, but um, I, I still think Wind Waker is just it's a bit more balanced to play. Um, I mean, the ship stuff can be a little bit of a of a bind um, I sometimes. Enjoy it. Ah, but they did fix that in the Wii U version. Oh, did they? Yeah. Yeah. Think... You, you can. Yeah. Do you remember the auction house? Oh, not really. It's been a long oh, well, yeah. time since I've played there, There's an item in the Wii U version in the auction house. It's a it's a replacement for your sail, and basically it, it negates the uh, need for you to keep changing the wind direction. Oh, that must help a lot. <laughs> yeah, that must make a big difference. Um, I, it's it is really it's a beautiful game. I, mean, I I still looking back now, it's still fascinating how much of an uproar there was over the art style when it is just. It looks fantastic. It's beautiful. It's it's really beautiful. And um, I'm playing most of this just on the Wii U gamepad. Okay. No, um, no, no, no. It's, it's just it's because it's because it's that kind of game. It's like I said last week. It's I'll have the footy on in the background when there's a really shite game on the telly or something like that, and I'll be playing, be playing Wind Waker, or the missus will be watching something. I run it. I'm born every minute, and I'll be sitting uh, there playing Wind Waker. Yeah, ironically, if you. Uh, if you actually owned this on the GameCube, the uh, the game itself was kind of a precursor to the, the Wii U in a way. Yeah, you could link it to your Game Boy Advance or something, couldn't you? Yeah, you only know that because I told you. No, it's a, it's a <laughs> well-known piece of gaming trivia, Clarky. I don't want to you know, take the wind out of your sails, but there you go. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> but I tell you what, the, the, the Wii U is, is rapidly rising in my estimation of, 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 as a games console. Um so since since Mario, which I'm the sorry Mario Kart, which I think is a great game, but it is just Mario Kart as far as I'm concerned. It's it's one of those things I'm quite happy for. I still pisses me off that they haven't put voice chat in game, 
and it's only in the lobby. That, that's that's Nintendo for you. They oh, it's they don't what? want people raging in the middle of a no, family. No, it's just game, a stupid. It's just stupid. At least make it optional or something. It's just ridiculous. It's it's like everything else is right, and then they do two things that balls up Mario Kart 8. One of those is they don't let you do voice chat in the middle of a game, so you can't swear at Clarky for fucking you up as you go across the finish line. And the other one is, where's the battle mode? Uh, as, as, a secret, yeah, as, a, as a secret Nintendo fanboy, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that they probably did try and include this, and it didn't work, in which Sorry. case Nintendo... Secret Nintendo str- fanboy? Yeah. Secret. All right, fair enough, maybe. Yeah. Not so um, I've also got um, Mass Effect Three, which I've picked up. And the thing is, these games—I know, okay, I know they are, um, <laughs> now, but they're like—I picked them up for like five pound. Like, yeah, I, I, I actually uh, picked up Mass Effect Three for six pounds, brand yeah. new. Brand new, six quid or something like that for Mass Effect Three, and also I picked up Deus Ex: Human Revolution for about a uh, which is which is actually worth picking up on the Wii U because they they actually did put went to go the extra mile and fixed a lot of the stuff that was wrong with the original release, like the uh, the boss, boss battles. Yeah, but also I love the way that, that you know I've, I've seen some of the stuff on on, on some of the review sites on, the, on YouTube where they've they've integrated the 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 gamepad and you know they've actually done it really well. On a lot of these games, they've actually, when you think it's a port of a, you know, a, an, another console game, and they ported it onto the Wii U, they've actually seem to be using the Wii U gamepad in really interesting ways. So, I'm quite looking forward to getting more into that. And then off the back of that, um, <laughs> for some reason, picked up a 3DS XL, and I'm, I'm still scratching my head, thinking why. Clarky very kindly you- sent sent me down Kid Icarus which I believe had something to do with the purchase of this yeah I mean I'd listened to another podcast Dark Souls and um, which is great and um, they were going on about this this game I think I even told you to go and download it to listen to it didn't I yeah you did and I did listen to it because I was uh, Kid Icarus Uprising was one of my games of 2012 and I was always glad to hear somebody talking positively about it because I think it's just an absolutely incredible game yeah, so I picked up, I picked 3DS up off eBay. Um, nice, you know, fairly cheap for what one is. And um, you've sent me down Kid Icarus. It's also come with a few sort of standard DS games like Brain Training and. Um, that, that's that's free on Wii U now. Yeah, it is at the moment. Yeah, and um, what else was it? Oh, it's like Nintendo Dogs or something like that. So I'll, I'll chuck that in the way of my daughter. Uh, at some point, <laughs> but I was also the, the thing. The annoying thing is, is that I haven't plugged it in yet. But I was just happened to be browsing Amazon for sort of other 3ds, and there's not much else on there that actually makes me think, oh, I want that, I want that. So this may be the quickest turnaround of a handheld since the Vita. There, there well, are... you could always uh, sell it and pick yourself up a um, Super Famicom themed Game Boy Advance. The, my only problem That's with true. this Game Boy Advance. Have they actually fixed it and backlit it? And this <gasps> one, they have, this one. Oh, have this you one seen has... the Yoshi yeah. SNES? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It is beautiful. Oh, $599. Out of stock. Damn it. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> uh, um, to your question, Clarky, yes, there was a modification for the original Game Boy Advance, which all the consoles they do have, which is the uh, correct backlit. So it kind of has the same backlit lighting as the SP version. Marvellous. So I, did, I did see they the. Have, they have considered your concerns. I looked at the um, a link to the past model. Uh, yeah, I looked. I looked at. Uh, was it? Um, what's the one on 3ds? Is that a link to the past? 
uh, Link Between Worlds, which is, uh, is, actually, is actually a very, very good game. It doesn't look it. It looks very, it, very... Obviously, it's, a very, it's more going back to the old t- top-down sort of Zelda-y type thing, and I watched the, no, it, the trailer, two-minute trailer for it, and I was just like, I'm really not sure I like this. No, it, it, it is good. It's worth a try. It looks like something else I'm going to be posting down your way. Oh, brilliant. Um, well, no, there are a lot of good games on the 3DS. I'm yet to be convinced, that, you know, but um, I'm looking for. I'm really looking forward to trying Kid Icarus. I just need to, I need to clear some of the other stuff I've got on my part. I want to get when I finish Wind Waker, I'll move on to Kid Icarus. And how long does it take to finish Wind Waker? Um, about 25, 30 hours. Yeah, it's quite long. Oh, okay, cool. Well, that'll keep me going. It, 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 it does tend to drag out a bit at the end, but it's still oh. a fantastic game. Well, in that case. Um, I best rush through Wolfenstein instead. Um, <laughs> what, in between bouts of vomiting? Yeah, I mean, this might be the quickest game I actually ever play because uh, I played about an hour and a half of it and, and I was so nauseous at the end of this game. Um, at the end it, of this game. Mm, uh, yeah. I, I, uninstalled, I uninstalled it. It's basically, uh, it's basically wasting space on my hard drive, I determined. Why? It's just, it's just remarkably meh and 50 gig. And it meant uh, you can go. I'll play a game. I I I just don't. I just didn't think much of this at all. I I I have apart from wanting to be sick a lot. Um, I've actually quite enjoyed it. It's quite. This is going to sound a bit silly, but it's quite refreshing to play a proper old school shooter, where it is literally here's a corridor shoot shit. You know. Yeah, but you'll bear in mind you just moaned about pixel art earlier in this. uh... This is a pretty game. It is a pretty There's game. No but pixels. No. <laughs> well, there is a. All, yeah, all it has for it is pretty pixels. so far, I'd say. Um, yeah. No, I. I meh. Meh. I, I, I've in... uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry to bring this up, but I do kind of agree with Beastie on this. I did. Uh, I, as I said, somebody at work kindly lent me uh, Wolfenstein for the PS4, and I, uh, yeah, meh. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is meh. It's, 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 it's an average game but the shooting mechanic they've kind of got down it feels good to pull you know again it feels good to pull the trigger and um it's satisfying to see people basically explode in front of you that's quite nice um and it plays like proper old school wolfie you know you you you, a fairly linear set pieces people trigger points you know it's you know exactly what you get the only concern i well not the only concern apart from vomiting everywhere because the field of view, they're brilliant. They, they do give you a field of view setting in in the options, which goes from 80 to 90. Mm. I mean, 80 so what, to fucking 90. Are they kidding me? What do you want? Do you want smaller or bigger? Like, what, what's the... I don't know, but give okay. me a bigger range so I can find out which one, it's supposed to, which one is supposed to stop me feeling heartily sick. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, Blue Wolf, Chris off um, Games Keys now, surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> I um I might as well get might as well get into sponsor the bloody show. Um, yeah, I posted on Twitter about this saying it was you know just awful, and he actually he's done a blog on on the site um, about he suffers from the same thing I do. It's one of the reasons why you you, you know Half Life Two I'd have thought fairly well Beastie. Um, mm-hmm. You know yeah. when you get to the suspension bridge. Uh, yep. Yep. Can't make it past that. I've never. I've played Half-Life through about three times. I can never make it past that bloody bridge because that's about the point where I just want to heave my guts everywhere. Is it, is it too high for you? Was it? It's just no. It's because by that point, it's my. I've just gone. It's horrible. I don't know I, if you've I, ever had proper nausea, but it is. I, mean, I, 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 I do suffer from things like travel sickness, but 
um, I do not ever suffer from them in video games. Yeah, I do. I mean, any Valve game pretty much makes me just want to hurl. Um, Portal, Half-Life, Orcs Must Die, Orcs Must Die 2, wasted bloody money on that. Um, and now Wolfenstein. But uh, he's, he's posted up a couple of things that might help, one of which is like a console command to stop the head bob for a start, which would, which would possibly help. Um, and I've turned the sensitivity down quite a bit so it doesn't flip around quite so quickly. But it is just, it's that field of view thing. Um, but I also might try going to get some travel sickness pills from the, um, the yeah. pharmacy. I was quite surprised at this because I've never actually heard of people getting sick through games. Oh, it's quite games. common, mate. It is yeah, actually until, until, quite I, uh, until I actually joined the forum. Um, yeah, we put up a thread about it last year. I think I put up a thread about it last year or somebody did. Um, and there's quite a few. And also uh, there was a, there's another forum I used to frequent and they, the same thing on there. Uh, quite a few people had it. And more than you'd think, actually. Um, but it's, it's completely... It's a bit like, you know, Kev's always going about his colour blindness settings. Um, mm, it's no. a, it's kind of similar to that. They just don't seem to address it. Um, no. the, the only game that's ever made me vomit was uh, Aliens Colonial Marines, but for a totally different reason. That was fury vomit. Uh, I, actually, I, I actually put that back on tonight because uh, I, I had heard that they improved the PC version of it, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, Sucker. obviously, obviously this is <sighs> the, uh, the, the, the poor console scum wouldn't have gotten was... Uh, was the fact that they had uh, they, they had upgraded some of what was wrong with it. Um, so I, I gave it a try. It did look prettier. Uh, and then I shut it down. And then it, it, it kept trying to switch itself back on. <laughs> it just so won't I, die. So I kind of like, die. It, it kept coming up on Steam, right? Aliens Colonial Marines is starting. So I'd click no. And then it would go away. And then it came back on. Aliens Colonial. Oh. And that was have it. You checked your, have you checked your ventilation ducts in your house yet? Because you never know. <laughs> So it's no, that was uh, that, that that was that was tried again and promptly uninstalled. Jesus Christ! Um, so that's that's Wolfie. I, I if you don't get motion sickness and you are looking for a, a I, I don't like giving scores to games, but kind of like a from what I've played, it's only a couple of hours. Kind of seven out of ten, good quality, linear, old school shooter. You're not going to mm. go far. Although, really. I'm getting repetitive fucking strain syndrome from pressing the E key all the time. What was, what was the E button doing again? <laughs> fucking I, I... hell. Every time you want to pick something up. Brent, this is old school proper shooter, right? So there's ammo littered all over the place. There's armor littered all over the place. Oh, yeah, you're right, yeah. I, and you can't just walk yeah. over it and pick it up no, like health. You, end up, you have to spend the... more time looking at the floor. <laughs> yeah, and you're just having to press E all the second. You literally, it's like playing Dota on your keyboard. You're just literally just kind of going... Yeah, it's, the, it's, you know, all the time. I mean, obviously, I know that both you and I had fun with um, uh, Bioshock Infinite. Yes. Um, and why? At are least you're not making, looting bins. I mean, <laughs> but why are people doing things in the games that? I mean, that that's not fun gameplay. No, I mean, just I, walk I, over I, it within the first five minutes. You know, <laughs> it's going to get boring real quick. It is quite baffling, really. It really is. Well, for, for for me, the only memorable Wolfenstein moment actually came in the form of a glitch. Uh, do you know where the uh, the old guy's sort of driving you through those checkpoints in his battered old car? Mm-hmm. Um, he, he stopped at one. I cleared the area, and then the uh, <laughs> the car set off, and he promptly didn't go with the car and was just left <laughs> floating in midair. Well, like that bloke position. off that car insurance yeah. advert, <laughs> moving his hands, turning the wheel. <laughs> That's priceless. Oh, brilliant. 
But uh, no, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, I've got a soft spot in my heart for Wolfie just because of, um, I think, Return to Castle Wolfenstein on the Xbox, the original Xbox, if you want to call it that, was just, I had so much fun playing the multiplayer on that. That was like, proper got me back into sort of multiplayer shooters, that. So I've got a soft spot for it. And, and yeah, it's good. And then, um, yeah, just lastly, a little honorable mention for something that Beastie brought up a long time ago. Um, is a little program called Fences, um, which basically allows me to organise my desktop a little better. When I say a little better, I mean a whole heap better. Um, I run into a problem where, because I'm moving my PC down in the office where I am now, I've got like two screens set up. And then if I move it up to my, um, up to the, the lounge and stuff and plug it into the telly, my icons go all over the place. And I've got Fucking, I don't know, forty-two icons on my screen. Really? Wow. Yeah, I've got, I've got quite well because all my, all the games I haven't played, Beastie, are, are kind of on my desk. Oh, so you actually have your shame. Oh, you have desktop. no idea. I mean, I could right. post a screenshot of this, but it's, it's embarrassing to be fair. I just put them all into a folder. Yeah, well, this is kind of what Fences allows you to do. Um, what it basically does is, uh, okay, the problem essentially was that when I turn on my computer, all it would do is randomly throw all my all my um icons onto the desktop in a kind of shotgun effect yeah. there was no order to them that was just sort of random and just thrown up there and like Wind- windows there, I... really likes to um, kick up a stink doesn't it sometimes when you uh move monitors it goes no all your icons are going crazy but it wasn't now. even that even if, no, I, if I, all right, I so i have that issue every day at work because um i have a laptop for work and uh... when i kind of plug it into the dock at work i have two monitors and Every day I'm having to sort of separate all of my yeah, icons you need again. Fences, mate. You fences need fences. will help, actually. Yeah. yeah. No, no, what, I, I, I won't be allowed to put anything on that yeah. on my computer. Well, the, I can't the, even move a, I can't even move a shortcut off my desktop without uh, administrative rights. Oh dear. Well, this, this basically, I mean, like, I, even when my PC is down here, and don't ask me, it's something to do with the twin monitor setup or something like that, but. I could come down here, I could turn my computer on, I could rearrange all my icons so they're exactly where I want them, turn off the PC, come back to it tomorrow, and they'd all just be randomly jumbled again. It was a spanking nightmare. And Fences, for about... You get a 30-day free trial, and then I think it costs seven quid. Um, And what it allows me to do is it allows me to group into visible kind of folder folders on the desktop all my programs. So currently I've got like a, and you you can shape them, you know. So it's 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 like, uh, you know, when you kind of left click and drag to make to to shape your um, your zone. So I've got like a first person shooter zone, driving zone, MMO zone, an action zone, a, an RPG zone, a kind of kooky games bit, a real time strategy section, programs, folders, mods, comms, files and documents, all that sort of stuff. And it's brilliant. They're all color coded. You can reshape and resize them you can label them whatever you want to you can mess about with them and they best thing they fucking stay where they're put <laughs> i do and, and you it's can, brilliant. then the size doesn't really matter because you can scroll so yep uh, yep you can you can do whatever you want to and it's fucking fantastic and i love it you can change the opacity of it you can you do whatever you want with them it's just for seven quid it has saved me so much bloody heartache it's untrue so <laughs> big shout out for fences i think it's by star is it star doc who did this yeah it is, they yeah. used to they used to be big in the kind of um mod scene for 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 um desktop 
Yeah, Windows stuff. I think they still do stuff out, obviously, but yes. Because used to be able to, there was basically a mod. I remember the first Star Dot mod I remember was that you used to basically turn your computer into a Mac. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They probably still do that. I think they um, do. So, yeah, yeah, big shout out for that. So, um, releases. <laughs> well, go on then, Beast. You've uh, spent some time looking at this, obviously. Uh, yes. Yeah, so tomorrow, being the eighth of July. Market in your um, diaries, peeps. Market yeah. in your diaries. Cubert off of the. 80s um cubit rebooted is coming out i know very little about this apart from it looks a bit like cubit and it's slightly prettier um is it still pixely um i not that pixely but um yeah um what came to more surprise was the fact that there's nothing coming out this month no, I'm so just for the next the two or three, next two or three shows, we'll be going. Nothing's out. Nothing's out. Nothing. It's rubbish. I think the next game is the so first of all. Pleased by that because there's just like, really, I just they need to stop bringing games out so I can finish some of the shit I've already got. Um, mm, now I want more games. <laughs> but then yeah. July, you do have the Destiny Alpha uh, beta coming out. I suppose. Um, I don't care. Um. Ramsey pre-ordered it, haven't you? Yeah, I had it pre-ordered <laughs> when they first launched. When it first, um... I'm, I'm, I'm quite skeptical of Destiny, and I'm yet to be proved Played otherwise. Um, no, mm. this will all change once they've announced the PC version of it. Of course, yeah, then it's gonna be awesome. Or well, I mean, I hadn't it even acknowledged the fact that it wasn't coming out to PC. Um, it, that's just, you just made it worse, Clarky. <laughs> um, now I, 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 I've got a feeling it's going to be a, a bit of a well I'm sure it'll be popular I think it'll be from a perspective of um, what they think it's going to do from a business point of view quite disappointing I don't think it's going to do the, the bajillions of units they I think I don't it's think they're so I think they're expecting it to have legs rather than for it to be a big massive hit straight off the bat but I think I think it'll do well but, yeah but I don't think there's anything looking at this just briefly running through the sort of Eurogamer's release dates. I don't think there's anything I'm really particularly interested in until October. And then when October hits, all hell breaks loose because there's just too much shit going on. Too I'm many games. Well, October, you've got, what, Alien Isolation, Drive no, Club. No, uh, I, I do care about that, and I'm just praying this isn't another Colonial Marines. I think you'll like that one, Clark. I'm not going to fucking just play it. just no. go on eBay, buy yourself a Jaguar, and go and, <laughs> and, go and play the because th- all of them are basically just ripping that game off. All of them are doing that. Have you That's played this doing. one yet? What one? Alien Isolation. No. But Have you seen the, footage uh, of it? Yes. <laughs> it looks just like a pretty version of the Jaguar version. Yeah, but it was pretty. Wasn't mm. pixelated. Listen, oh. you, you, don't get rep, you, don't, you don't want to get yourself a reputation for that kind of <laughs> filthy talk, vibesy. Graphics all. Um, <laughs> but yeah, October hits and it's all going to pot. There's just there's just too many games. But there we go. So releases. So that that was that it. That's it, and that's going to be it for reboot. But it's going to be it for a long time until August. Mm. Okay. Well, unless anybody wants a break, shall we move swiftly into the? Sofa section. So I like yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, nice yeah. idea. Sofa chilling section. on the sofa. You're just yeah. chilling back, sitting back, maxing, relaxing, cooling, shooting some meatball out. Oh, you really have had too much caffeine. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I need my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody talk about films and shit. Go on, Clark. You can get first. Oh, um, I rewatched Argo again. 
I'll go this... the horse from Shadow of the Colossus. No, no, no. This is the uh, this is the Ben Affleck film. Ooh. No, don't don't let it put you off. This is this, this is a uh, really amazing. I, I think it falls under the category of a caper, doesn't it? Yeah, a caper. Yeah, I think it'll work. Yeah, it it wasn't at all the tone I was expecting when I went to watch. It. I thought it would be, end up being quite of a kind of serious, gritty, but it wasn't at all. It was yeah, it, it has it, serious tones to it, obviously, but oh, was... of course, yeah. Obviously, for anyone who's not seen, this is based on the uh, the. the American Embassy hostage crisis that happened when the uh, Ayatollah uh, staged a military coup and took uh, took control of Iran back in the seventies. Sounds like a right uh, caper, yeah. No, no, no the, the... laugh a minute. <laughs> but basically, the uh, the embassy gets overrun. Uh, I, I can obviously give spoilers because this is based on a true event, and uh, you slap on the wrist if you've not read up on your uh, history. Um, six of the uh, embassy employees escape and end up hiding at the. Uh, Residents of the Canadian embassy, uh, the, uh, the Canadian ambassador. Um, but due to the fact that if, at this point, because they've run away, they're guilty, and the Iranians are only going to assume that they're spies and execute them. Um, they they kind of turn to the uh, the CIA to come up with a plan to uh, exfiltrate them um, uh, using their expert, who's been uh, w- well played by Ben Affleck, uh, and they basically come up with this. Is that sarcasm? No, no. It, it, okay, it no. Does, I just it, want to make sure because Ben Affleck's right. one of these people who's got one of those reputations for not actually being almost Keanu Reeves like, if you like. So I just want to make sure we are. <laughs> That's you know. hard. Yeah, but basically mm. they, they they come up with this plan to um, basically make these six people uh, seem as though they're part of a film crew or scouting for a made-up sci-fi film uh, under the name of Argo. Yes, mm. and yeah. That's when that's where they're filming. Let's they get them out. Yeah, it's 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 definitely definitely worth a watch. I think it's on, um, with one or two of the streaming services. It is. It, I mean, the, the reason I watched this again is I, I just found it such a tense film. Um, it, it, incredible liberties have been taken with the uh, the events that occur. Um, obviously, things have changed about them. Some things just didn't happen. Um, the the airport scene at the end, which is absolutely edge of your seat stuff uh, I believe was made up which was I was a little disappointed about but it, it kind of takes away none of the uh, none of the awesomeness of that particular particular scene I do I do recommend Vimes if you've not seen this watch it it, it is a fantastic movie hmm oh just bloody watch it alright then Sarah will like <laughs> this as well oh go joy there you go <laughs> Something to involve her with. Um, <laughs> Go to. Well, of course, and you know, if you, if, <laughs> unless you're getting bored of kicking her upstairs to watch BBC iPlayer every evening. <laughs> no, never get bored of kicking her upstairs, mate. Oh, fair enough. Enough of your marital problems. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, um, Robocop, the new version. <laughs> now, now, I've watched this. I can't remember if I actually talked about it on the show or not. I can't remember. I... But carry on. Uh, this was obviously not a patch on the original, by no means. Um, it was an average film at best. Kind of enjoyed it, but yeah, I, I, I hope they don't continue making sequels. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's pretty much what you, as you would imagine, really. It, it's it's a PG thirteen Robocop movie. Well, no, it's a PG thirteen Robocop movie that's made. Thirty years after the original, mm. um, it, it, it it's kind of like 
yes, it is going to be as soft and um, wussy as as you, you you'd imagine. I mean, even the f- thing about painting in black, I'm like, what? Why? He looked perfectly fine. <laughs> I don't really get it. Like, <laughs> why, why have you painted them? Even 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 make a kind of a homage to him being sort of no, he needs to be in black. I'm like, really? I mean. Yeah, I, I didn't see the whole point of leaving him with his one functioning human hand as well. No, it's very peculiar. Spoilers. You ain't going to watch this. That's true. I, I did find when they took all of the armour off, it was quite an, <laughs> quite an intriguing look. It was basically a head and a large metal pole leading to his hand, which I found odd. Um. I, I don't know what the what the, the the point was. I mean, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. We're not really going to recommend this to anybody particularly. Yeah, the, anyway, the, the, the one thing I did notice about it, which I found quite interesting, it didn't it, it didn't try to explain away the technology it was using. I mean, there was a lot all, all this stuff about the internet and all of all of that sort of thing, but there was no no attempt at explaining like that. Like they were saying, well, you know, this is how it is now. Everybody knows how. The internet works, whereas most films kind of explain things in great detail to you. Yes, yeah, yeah, I can see what you're saying there. But no, I'm, yeah, I don't think anyone's going to miss any, miss out by missing this, will they? No, uh, absolutely not. No. Um, which will move me swiftly onto my final item. Um, I've been watching season two of Hannibal, the TV series. Yes, I as have I. <laughs> I don't know if I like this or not. It, it's it's getting very bizarre. Um, oh man, it's it, it's it's quite. Um, it's funny enough, um, one of the uh, one of the girls at work, her boyfriend's gone out to the states for a month because apparently he's a, I didn't know he was a writer, but he apparently he's writing a couple of the, the episodes for Hannibal. I guess yeah. for season three or something. And I just say like, can they rein in the surrealism thing? Because yeah, they're yeah. like, they're, I mean. I have nothing against surrealism at all. I mean, in fact, I think I think it's great. It doesn't—it's not adding anything to this show, though. It—it it would be perfectly good and interesting. And the, I mean, apart from the fact you've got—it's a bit like um, *Midsummer Midsummer Murders*. It's like the murder cap- capital. They've got more serial killers in like a square <laughs> mile than you could possibly imagine. Yeah, um, I, I, I mean, Mrs. Snap made a. Uh... An interesting comment about the episode that was on the other week with the uh, the guy inside the horse. It, it just kind of got to the end of the episode, and she said, "What what the fucking hell was the point in that? It just didn't progress anything." I don't think I've ever watched. I'm, I might be one behind. I'm just trying to work out. I'm having a look at now where I am in the um, in the cycle. I might be one behind, but only just that. But no, it, it, it's a little bit too surreal. I mean, having said that, it's still great. I still think it's good. Fun. What's surreal it, about it then? It's got these. It is well. Well, you know, I'm expecting but, it to be a bit like Dexter. You see? No, no Jesus no, Christ! No, 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 just, no I mean, no, that's no. you know, it's Hannibal. It's about a serial killer. Let me think. What other series is a serial killer? Dexter? No, no it's it's no, it, it's actually. I mean, apart from it's more of a crime um, procedural type. procedural show. Except, imagine it's mixed with Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's kind of the best example I can give you. It's just like... So it's not Hustle, then? No, 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 no. Um, it, it's, uh, it just has some very, like, like 
people seem to see things in this and they'll have like kind of hallucinations and whatever and you're like this is a bit fucking weird isn't it i mean yeah. i know i know they're trying to make a point here but blimey this is oh. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, it basically advances it loosely it follows the uh the books uh like red uh red dragon the original one that thomas mm-hmm. harris did mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the characters that were introduced over the course of the books that he wrote are in this uh I, I, I don't know if Beast has got that far yet, but um, Mason Verger is, and his sister have just been introduced to... Uh, well, Mason was kind of the uh, the guy played by Gary Oldman in Hannibal. Yeah, I, haven't paid, I haven't paid enough attention to it. To the back I'm just waiting for Clarky to spoil something else now, because we've already had hate mail about it. Well, you've not seen Hannibal, the, the film that was came out 14 years ago? No. Oh, Watch the other one. <laughs> No, but basically, it, 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 it's, it, it did rain in the You do know somewhere. I don't watch telly, don't you? I'm kind of figuring that out now. <laughs> it's taken no, it, 103 it, episodes. Yeah, exactly. If they rained the surrealism in a little bit, it, it, this is a great show. I mean, uh, yeah. Mads, Mads Mikkelsen's just absolutely perfect as Hannibal. Yeah, it's quite interesting. I, I, I did wonder when they first watched it what, if it was going to have an accent or not. If it's going to be Trumpy English or, but they haven't bothered. He's, he's gone his natural, um, kind of Scandinavian voice, haven't they? They haven't. Yeah, they, they hasn't tried to cover it up. Yeah, it's, it's very much serious. It, you do get the occasional bit of black comedy in, uh, for, usually surrounding his uh, meals. That he yes. Got, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah, the, uh, the, the what he claimed was rabbit in the first series was a good one where it was uh, the the guy kind of says, well, obviously this one didn't run fast enough, and it just kind of switches to uh, Lecter's point of view earlier in the evening when he was cheer- <laughs> running a man down, and he just calmly comments, "No, he didn't, did he?" <laughs> um, no, it's it's. I'd say anybody who's got um, now TV or um, Sky Atlantic def- or not even Sky Living, isn't it? In fact, yes. Um, it's, it's give it a go. It's definitely worth. I was obviously start from season one. Uh, certainly an interesting take on it, and there's some incredibly gruesome. Uh, this is not for Vimes. This is a, oh Jesus. This Christ, is a not, not for Vimes. You warning. I'm giving our audience. Um, it is. I mean, I think I the, at the, least... the, the mushroom garden one was pretty. Gruesome. Oh Jesus. <laughs> that was. I was like, it was I think like at least one hell. episode wasn't actually broadcast in the US, was it? <sighs> so some of the stuff is pretty. Uh, what show is this? Hannibal. Oh God! I thought we were talking about something else. But then I thought, oh, we've switched over from something else. Something else. No, 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 no. It's no, it, it, it's a difficult show to kind of sell. You've got to you've got to watch it, Vimesy. Yeah. No, no. You've just told me this is not a show for Vimesy. Yeah, but it's quite funny. It's quite funny. Well, well okay. This is the show. This is for the Vimes. one with the mushrooms, isn't it? This is the one where the sort of the woman or something is like, harvesting mushrooms off a shallow grave body or something ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, well okay, we'll, we'll say this This is a show for Vamsey when he mans the fuck up. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's about all I've watched. Oh, has anybody watched True Detective? I watched the first couple of episodes of it. Why is there such a big thing about it? What is it? Why is it good? Um, now, the girlfriend didn't like it at all. Way, way, way too slow-paced for her. She was. Just, I, I would like to kind of continue watching it, but it is quite slow-paced. It's quite a... Um, it's obviously got a story to tell. It's going to take, t- take its time telling the story. Um, but no, it, 
I'd like to watch more of it before I make it form an opinion, but I can see why it's not for everyone's taste. It's... There, there is one the missus is forcing me into watching at the moment, which is uh, also on Now TV. <laughs> Intelligence. Okay. Is that worth watching or not? Uh, absolutely not. No, this is okay. uh, th- this is the one with uh, Sawyer from Lost, basically, as a, a CIA agent with a microchip in his head that lets him interface with all technology around him, and it, it, it it's utter gash. Brilliant. That's uh, I'm not too surprised, but um, it's good to know. Um, but yeah, sorry, Battery Detective Vimes AM. Um, I, I think it has some grim murders in it. It's not for Vimes. Not for Vimes. warning on that as well. I'd say. Jesus Christ, it's like a new Peggy rating. Um, what's for that? Especially if you thought Dexter was grim. Oh, I stopped watching it. I just got. I couldn't stand his wife. I was hoping he was going to bump her off, but there you go. She gets killed. Yeah. Oh, don't killed. ruin it for everybody. God, you're as bad oh, as Clarky. Oh, for God's sake, the game was the, the, the film was a TV show. Even blimey, um, was like what nine seasons long, and that was like five seasons ago. Um, this was like seven years ago. It's just, it's fine. Actually, yeah. I might watch it it's again. fine. Right. Yeah, it's, it's me, isn't it? Is it me? 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 Um, so, in a kind of vein of um, Hannibal and so forth, weirdness. Um, weirdness. Weirdness is very much actually the course of the day um, because I tried Dracula. Mm. new series and I, I even I just couldn't give a shit about anything. no that, that's that's been cancelled now anyway rightfully so oh, it was not it was not good enough uh, yeah. we kind two, of two episodes in we stopped watching no it. We, we tried to go about we went about four and it was that's it um, and then when I was in the states I watched the first episode of Penny Dreadful and I thought oh I think the girlfriend quite likes um, she thinks it's brilliant we watched all all episodes come out on now TV um, Penny Dreadful is basically <clears throat> This is quite surreal as well. I'll be honest with you. Um, it's we're trying to. I'm, I'm trying to work out if it's in some kind of reality. I'm not aware of, it, but, but it's it's a little bit like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, um, <laughs> except without any of the nice stuff going on. Pretty much. What and Sean Connery? Nice stuff. <laughs> um, what made nice is it's not. It's uh, all of the the, the goodies of all are all tainted. If you sort of mean the ones who you're meant to be backing, are all tainted. You've got um, uh, one of the characters is Victor Frankenstein, um, and so he's been he's being chased down by his creations. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got a a lady who I can't determine if who she's meant to be linked to within the kind of this old mythos of these kind of characters, um, and uh, she seems to be possessed by something. Um, and has kind of strange magical powers. You've got an, an, a sharpshooter who I think, and they've not really shown, I think he might be a werewolf, but they've done nothing to really show that. I'm just kind of trying to guess that's the case. Why is he um, sniffing people's asses? Not so much, but um, really? it's cutting about it. <laughs> There's Van Helsing's in it um, as an old man. Um, you've got another character I can't work out if he's going to be Quartermain or not. I don't think he is, but it's hard to say. But he's when he be, he's played by Timothy Dalton, and he's meant to be the. Um, originally, you think he's meant to be the hero, but he's clearly got Timothy a fairly Dalton dark quite past. a good me. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, he's my favourite James Bond. Well, no, you're wrong. No, come on, you're wrong. Timothy Dalton is actually wrong. the uh, is actually the closest anybody got to how. Um, what's his face actually wrote the books. 
doesn't mean he was any good. No, he was. He was. Just means he was more like the source material. Don't don't get me started on Dalton's Bond films. They're absolutely brilliant. (sighs) Quite like the bird in one of them. (laughs) The cellist. She was. Oh yeah. That 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 was. Anyway, we're digressing. Carry on. This is going for ages. (laughs) Very much so. Yeah. So I was about to step in. Oh, Billy Piper's in it, isn't it? Billy she? Piper's in it as well, yeah. It, it, but it's, it's got this kind of cornucopia of cast, and there's some kind of vampire that's um, very much kind of the the bestial side rather than a kind of romantic, arty-farty vampire. Um, it's the, it's definitely worth a watch. Um, I've got a feeling you'll like it, Clarky. Um I think it's interesting enough, but it does have surreal elements. It's more surreal. It's not as surreal when Hannibal is. You just kind of like look out, like, so what's going on there? So why why is that happening? And it is quite compulsive to know what's next. I just hope it continues to go down that route and then sew some of the story up rather than go the lost route where you're kind of going, okay, I don't really care anymore. There, there is there is one I was going to mention as well. It's not actually out yet, but I've been uh, following because I read the books. Um it might be worth a watch when it comes out. It's the uh, the strain, which okay. Is based, which is based on a book um, written by Guillermo del Toro. Okay. Um, it's ba- it's basically a modern scientific take on vampires. And okay. It, it, have a look on Wikipedia. I think you'll like the look of it. Okay, I'll take a look. I'll take a look. Um, in a similar vein, but a slightly more light-hearted version. Um, I've just finished watching. I don't know what season it is now. Of Grim was on watch. I can't remember which. Um, I, I, I do think we went from being basically what the monster is, is each week kind of scenario, kind of oh, what's this week's monster. I, I actually am quite enjoying it as a as a long term series. It's uh, it's not necessarily that gritty or um, kind of cerebral, but it's definitely good fun. I didn't. Do, I, do any of you guys watch Grim or have watched it? No. <laughs> Again, I think you definitely like it, Clarky. I might give it a watch. I, uh, the missus has watched actually watched an episode of Penny Dreadful and did recommend I watch it, watch it too, so we can kind of catch up and continue the series together. So yeah, that's definitely definitely what I'd recommend. Um, the last thing I had, um, almost in um, reference to Divinity: Original Sin, is the um, Original Sin comic book, which is a new Marvel series. It's a eight issue um series and it's about the you, you, are you vimes are you familiar with the watcher from the marvel universe you heard no. of the watcher before no um there's an a, a entity uh, a very, like a very large man with a huge head who stands generally on the moon and watches the planet what, okay, he can see basically everything that's going on. It's effectively the whole point is he can see anybody, anything. Okay. Um, he doesn't interfere with the universe, doesn't interfere with the Marvel universe, but he, there's, there's this kind of this creature that lives on the moon. And he's been killed, um, which I don't think has happened in history how long he's existed, 40, 50 years as a character. Um, obviously, character made obviously quite loosely because he doesn't really interact with the universe, he just exists. Yeah. Um, okay. And it's about his murder, and it's um, various uh, groups of people. And I've got a feeling it's, it kind of feels a little bit like they're trying to make a way of reintroducing kind of key characters for TV shows and films in the future. And maybe that's a, the cynical approach of 
what I feel that Marvel are trying to do particularly. I think the films have been so successful that I can't help but feel that they've kind of tried to bring in certain characters as characters that will be in um, Guardians of the Galaxy there. There are kind of um, Doctor Strange is there, and that's kind of forthcoming for a film. And you're kind of thinking, I've been very clever about who they've introduced to it. Um, but yeah, they, they do some quite... Um, uh, there's a, a, very, a very core very key character to the universe of Marvel gets killed in the first couple of episodes as well. I can't talk about that because it kind of spoils anything else, mm. but um, it's quite, for a, for a short um, series, I think sometimes, you know, when you're, only, when you're going to something, it's only got eight issues. It's can be quite well, okay, I can get on board with this. I can watch this. I can read this even. Um, but yeah, I'd recommend that at the moment. I'm quite enjoying it. If the series out there, I mean, I'm still reading all the other things that I've said, like the past, like um, invincible, which is still amazing. Um, Chew, which is still amazing as well, um, but yeah, original sin for a short series. If one wants to kind of have a look, I'm sure if you wait, when it finishes in the next kind of couple of months, there'll be a, a special um, combo version that'll be super cheap because that's how they tend to do it. Um, but give it a whirl. Mm. Sounds vaguely interesting, but I just I is that part of the the kind of Marvel main universe, or is that? It's May. It's the main universe. Yes, uh, it's not a subset. Okay. Well, everything on my list is something I wouldn't have expected a year ago. It's pretty much all comics, um, which is bizarre. And leading off the back of your one is, um, it's it's a. Well, have you heard of Kingdom Come? No. Uh, yes. Okay, so Kingdom Come is basically, uh, I think, because my knowledge on, on this kind of thing is, is is not, is not high, but it's it's it feels a bit like a kind of Justice League, um, comic. It's Superman, it's uh, Wonder Woman, it's a whole variety of you know Batman's in it and Gunners, whatever else, and it's um it's basically the story of Superman's kind of resigned. He's kind of he's had enough. Um, the world's not listened to him. That you know the, the fight is still going on. Um, he's basically retired and gone to live out in the Midwest somewhere doing farming. Um, and then there's there's some basic events which I'm not going to go into because unlike Clarky, I'm not going to spoil it for you. Uh, but all hell breaks <laughs> loose, and he basically has is kind of forced out of retirement. Oh, to... why, why did I know he was going to say that <laughs> he would be forced out of retirement? Yeah, so he kind of gets forced out of retirement and has to gather up kind of his his former, I guess his his former colleagues to kind of take back, you know, and 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 lead the fight for for justice or whatever. Um, I don't like superheroes, and this comic's really good. Um, the art is... I think Alex Ross does the art, and it's just... It's brilliant. It's really, really good. Brings a real good weight to the characters, considering... Because they're, they're supposed to be... You know, they're older now, and even though they're kind of superheroes, he's done a brilliant job of making them look old, but still... Powerful. Yeah. yeah, powerful. Um, but just kind of... Um, tangible. Do you know what I mean? And Wonder Woman is still hot, um, but <laughs> you know, there's, there's, it's an interesting story. It's, a, it's a good standalone. You don't need to know. Any, I don't know fucking anything about this universe at all, but it, um, 
it just it just works really really well. Loads of characters in it um, that you you know I can't even remember half of them because I'm not that good. Uh, but you you know um, I've mentioned the main three: Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, who kind of take the main the main sort of um, stage. But uh, there's there's is there must be like a hundred or characters in this story uh, at some point. Um, so well worth a pick up. I think you can pick it up probably fairly cheap if you wanted to go somewhere like Amazon for about seven or eight quid. So um, yeah, well worth it. Kingdom Come. Um, Alex Ross's art is really good. I'm gonna have to go look up some more of his stuff because mm-hmm. um, when you do come across an artist like that, it's well worth well worth digging into. Um, other comics, Fables. I'm still continuing with the Fables series. They just seem to get better and better. I did kind of think that um, it might run out of steam. So these, this is the Fables comics that still, you know, from the Wolf Among Us or whatever it is that the the Telltale games have kind of raised the profile of. Um, but they do, they just seem to get better and better. I haven't come across a Duff story arc yet. Um, really enjoying those. Uh, did you guys continue reading them or, or have read them? Mm, I can't remember if you no, guys got into them or not. I, I didn't. Um, no. I think I read the first um, volume, I think it mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. Um, and it gave me nothing to want to continue reading it. It's what, in fact, it was... It's quite unusual. What I tend to have read as comic books that I've kind of read an episode issue of, and I'm kind of yeah, I like this. I've generally continued reading it and liking it. I mean, there's a few of the, of the main series I've stopped reading, but Fables was definitely falls in the category of the kind of ones that I normally would get involved in, really love and continue reading. Mm. It's just, just don't know what it is about it. I just I can't say oh, it was this, that, or the other. It just didn't. I just didn't feel compelled to read it anymore. I was like, okay. yeah, I, I don't know why. So I, I I'm I'm really enjoying it. Um... Uh, so I'll continue to do that. Uh, I always promised myself I'd never ever do this again. I actually bought um, a Star Wars comic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I promised myself I wouldn't get into this, but this is a, a standalone set of I think five or six. Um, it's called Star Wars Rebel Heist, um, and it's I think but we're about three three episodes in. But basically, each comic. Concentrates on one of the main protagonists from the Star Wars films. So the first one was about Han Solo, um, the second one was about Princess Leia, the third one thinks about Chewbacca. Um, but they're told from the point of view of characters who fight alongside them, for want of a better term. So um, the Han right, Solo, okay. well, the very first issue is kind of like you're following a a, a rebel. A kind of a guy who's just kind of been been um, recruited into the rebel army for want of a better you know I can't remember what the term is <laughs> and uh, he he basically gets into some trouble and Han Solo kind of rescues him and uh, the kind of adventure that leads up to and it kind of ends on a cliffhanger and then the second one about Princess Leia is similar where again you follow the story from somebody else's point of view just a kind of another rebel who. Is, is watching her, is who's who's with her, um, and you kind of watch the story unfold from their eyes, and that leads into a cliffhanger. And from that point, you can kind of see what's going on. You can see how this is going to build up into the aforementioned heist. Um, it's, it's you know they're kind of basically putting themselves into situations to get where they want to be. Um, but it's actually really good, uh, really good, strong storyline. Again, the art's really good. Um, 
if you are on the fence, because again, Star Wars, the problem with Star Wars is there's so much of it. Um, and a lot of it is, as far as I'm concerned, when I used to be fairly into it, it's, it's kind of filler more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a good, solid, standalone set um, from, from the three issues I've read. Yeah, I'm really liking it. And then finally, um, Jim Butcher's Dresden Files. And this came about because I was reading the Red Sonja comics. And it's a real... The problem with paper comics is they have adverts in it for other comics. Yeah, I do. And the problem with my local comic shop is all I have to do is email him and say, can you bung this one on my list as well? And then the next time I go there, he basically reaches under the counter and dumps a wad of... Yeah, careful about that. This careful. A wad of <laughs> comics on the on the thing says, "There you go, boys. It's going to cost you a fortune," um, which is a wonderful service he provides, but it's getting rather expensive. Um, several of the several of the runs I've got um, are coming to an end soon, thank God, because it is getting really expensive. Um, but they've just brought out a Dresden Files comic, um, which is actually all right. I think it's called War Cry. Um, but it reminded me that actually I really used to like the Dresden Files as a book series. Um, but it was one of those series where he seemed to churn them out quite a lot. And um, Jim Butcher must have written, I think I got to book 10 or something like that and thought, I can't do this anymore and stopped reading. But I've actually gone back and picked up book 11. I'm not even going to bother with the titles because... By the time you've got to book 9, 10, 11, the titles really don't mean very much. Mm. Uh, I think it's Ghost Story or something like that. Um, but they are good. You know, I like the universe that he's created. The, the, the storyline and the you know, the, um, the sort of rules he's put in place seem to be fairly consistent. Um, good, proper fodder if you're looking just for something to read. Um, you know, fairly lightweight, but... Not, you know, it's not at all cerebral, but it's um, it's a good yarn to sort of to go through. Yeah, and pick up the Dresden Files books; they're always good for good for that kind of thing. Um, and that's pretty much it. No telly apart from football, really. Uh, carry on. <laughs> that's it. That's that's all I got. So um, we must progress because we're, we're we're kicking out of Clarky time. We're into tre- almost into treble Clarky time here. Yeah. Um, that, that, that's that's really rich fans are considering that. Falling effort from last week. What? It was short. It was concise. It was to the point. <laughs> it mm. was short. <laughs> it was short. It, it certainly was. It was I short. Beat, I think you beat my record. We did. We did. We, we we managed to creep under your record, which is which is quite awesome. Um, so news and stuff. And again, kudos to Beastie, who's cropped up with at least two pieces of news. Oh yeah, two. And oh, yeah. yeah. Kick us off then. Well, an exciting, exciting news for PC PC uh, gamers. Down payment down on this. Yeah, brace yourself, Clark. You brace yourself. Don't get too excited. Obviously, I already have my thoughts on this. (laughs) Um, So Microsoft announced that um, you will be able to buy a standalone Connect (gasps) Two PC at the ripe old price of merely. One hundred and fifty nine pounds. Have they also said why we should care? Um, can, can I just point out that, given what I believe to be the function of this, and 
given that most PC gaming does take place sat at a desk. Well, or in a racing chair. Yeah, yeah. I think they're they're, they're definitely talking about more of being a development side of things. Um, But even so, that seemed quite pricey. 159 quid? 159 is quite... It's a fucking webcam. Well, what what I chuckled at was someone had posted a link to um, CEX, uh-huh. Which um, which you can buy connects twos from, not connect ones, connect twos from. So currently they buy. This is how much they buy <laughs> connect twos for is five pounds. No, yeah, an Xbox One Connect sensor is five pounds. Their sell price is twenty pounds. Um, There's some good profit to be made there. Um, Relabel it PC and whack it to 120. Apparently, it's got a different connector, but I think it's a different connector. There there will be a Chinese knockoff connector. I was going to say, we'll have to get into the adapter game. Yeah, there is definitely a way around it. But um, it's quite a bold price. Why would they do this? I don't know. I don't know. Fucking idiots. I mean, is it it to be used for like. Because you know how with. um, I'm going to get to BC's favourite topic in a minute. Um, the Oculus Rift. Uh, <laughs> I'm not not against Oculus Rift. I just don't think it's going to replace the monitor. No, I'm sure it won't. The um, but you know how like the Morpheus uses the move and the um and that to kind of track its movement and your movement in space as well as giving you the VR. Yeah. There's going to have to be something similar, surely, for the Oculus Rift. In which case, is that what they're targeting this at? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I suspect we're going to be seeing this bundled in with uh, Microsoft Surface PCs. Oh, lordy. I, I, no, I, I can't believe it. I mean, I think I can't believe they'll do that. I can't believe they'll do that. But you never know. Or the Windows phone with Connect 2. Mm, yeah, it's, I don't know. Um, but it'd be interesting enough. Um, I just, I, and you've I, not bought this yet? Uh, no. John's probably got one on order. It's coming, it's coming out in July, and you know, so know that John will have some reason why he needs one. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> must have this piece of shit. Uh, after his thinking about, I think we get a second Xbox a One. A second Xbox One. For no reason he could determine. And three Kinect twos. Um, but yeah, the, uh, I wanted to bring this up earlier when we were talking about um, MOBA games, but I thought I'd save it for the news section. So just after you finished recording last week, um, Vimesy, with John. Um, and I've been four to ten, yeah, probably yes. <laughs> um, so apparently, Riot has shut its public chat rooms <laughs> Just um, for League of Legends. Left, you mean? Right. Well, I mean, the story itself is not necessarily that interesting, but they basically they have not shut down. Uh, it's, it's one area of, of communication they've shut down, and the, the, but they haven't shut. They, they shut it down for what I'd say was the incorrect reasons. There is the reason they've shut it down. So apparently, is it's rife. With RP sellers, which is the, uh, one of the League of Legends currencies, yeah. um, scammers and Elo boost spam. Um, what? Now, uh, it's basically their uh, PvP ranking system, how to manipulate it, and whatever else. Um, now, that that is not the correct reason to shut anything like that down. The correct reason to shut it down is because basically all these games are full of fucking toxic bile. Um, I, I was thinking about this the other day, and I was talking, I was talking to someone, and obviously it relates to kind of you guys playing Dota 2. I currently see no reason why there's any chat function in game at all, apart from VOIP for if you can play competitively. Teamwork? No, no, that doesn't. No, you have ways of pinging people and everything else. Yes, that's um, true. Uh, 
it, I've, I, I, I can never. I mean, you can ask any lol player. That, that is that is never used for teamwork. You may yeah, occasionally yeah. get some a nice comment, but that is like one in a million. You got more chance of winning the lottery than finding a um, a nice team um, through public gaming. Um, I just think they should just kill it off. But I think I think Blizzard were inspired with Hearthstone, where there's no way of you saying anything to the other person unless you're you're really your friend. Guaranteed, if it was Nintendo, there'd be no bloody chat. Uh, that is true. That is true, and the, and the and the environment would be probably a joy to play in. Um, but why, why mobas? Um, I mean, I, I know it's not confined to mobas, but mobas specifically, and seemingly more League of Legends and Dota. There are probably no. I, I'm 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 from all mobas. You reckon? Play them. I, yes, I think okay. they are why? Uh, why, I, Mo- why MOBAs? I don't know the answer to it. I'm guessing because it's a pure PvP environment and because of the nature of the game being that uh, you um, you doing poorly or you being unsuccessful means your entire team is going to have to suffer that consequence. Um, there's something, some kind of psycho- psychology there. I mean, I'm, I've, I'm trying to get access to the um, Heroes of the Storm um, mm. Blizzard uh, mm-hmm. beta at the moment. I'm trying to pull one of my uh, one of my colleagues in another um, the part of the industry try and blag me access um, mm. because they, they've some elements they've they've been quite clever and they've removed all. There's no buying of objects apparently. No, there's no buying of items at all. Yeah, uh, that's one of the things that I was quite interested about when I saw that because. The thing that confuses the hell out of well, one of the things that confuses the hell out of me in games like Dota and LOL is, is the whole item progression and what I should be buying, and it makes it very complicated. I've got enough going on in me yet, I don't need to worry about that. Well, yeah, and I think they've also removed the gold from the minions as well, so there's no, none of this last hit last stuff. hitting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd be interested to see how it pans out, but I'd be intrigued to see how they take it. But I honestly don't believe. Um, that there's any good function of having these, these, these. I think it would improve gameplay a lot because when, uh, I just think that people don't. You don't want to hear, "Oh, you fucking bastard! You, oh, you've ruined the game! Oh, quit!" Blah blah blah. You should have stunned two and a half seconds earlier. Uh, and... uh, <laughs> you frankly don't want to hear it. Um, no, no, and I, I, yeah, Clarky I, was like that with me earlier. Mine, to be yeah, fair. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what it is about mobile games. Why they're so. I mean, I've got my theories for it, but there is there is the theories. other big question about MOBAs, of course, which is why isn't there a Star Wars one yet? Um, I did tweet this because it's perfect for it. You've got lots of minions, you've got your rebel fighters, and you've got your stormtroopers. You've got lots of big characters that could be brought in. You know, I guess there's only, there's only so many Jedi. Characters you could have a Hoth map. You could turn. <laughs> oh, you could have Tatooine map. You get all the same map, they just look a bit different. You know, sandy, awesome. snowy, foresty. Oh, it'd be brilliant. You could take control of Luke, Han, you could be an Attack, you could fucking be an Ewok. Oh, no, actually not an Ewok, they're arseholes. <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, Disney, you can have that one um, on me, but I want 20%. So that's the, that's the news. That is the news, sorry, yes. Although I, I, do, I do have more news. Okay. Because I, I thought this was this was interesting. Seems that Clarky was desperately trying to get me into this. Was it no? I mean Yoda actually trying to get me into this one. Um, Age of Empires Online has, has waved goodbye to its players after the servers were shut down on the first of July. Um, tragically, after I think three years they were running for. Oh really? Was that long? I think it was. I think it was that. <laughs> um, 
it did say thank you for playing, and apparently uh, there was something around the region of 524 million player quests were taking places and over 2 million arena matches. Which doesn't sound that much if it was open for three years, but that's probably why they closed. Um, and <laughs> which I thought was really amusing was um, all this stuff about Lindsay Lohan suing Rockstar. Oh, yes. Over yeah. losing, using her likeness. <laughs> and then there was that wonderful tweet that went round um, just saying, yeah, they're probably right, which showed a picture of Lindsay Lohan and a picture of Trevor looking <laughs> actually really quite similar. Yeah. Brilliant. I mean, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I, I mean, it's pretty obvious they used her as things. I mean, you, they, you can, you can try and pretend otherwise, but it's pretty bloody obvious that's exactly what they did. Well, you know, oh, if you're going to do that for every character in GTA, they're going to make any money. I, the thing is, I don't really. I mean, I don't care about her, but equally, Rockstar are also Bellands as well, so I kind of don't care. I guess. <laughs> Um, um, that's the, the the opinion of of Beastie. Uh, not oh no no necessarily no, 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 of the no. show. No 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 yeah, no. no. Yeah. I, I promise you, anybody who's worked with Rockstar will tell you the same. Oh. <laughs> right, all, like, poor Rockstar. They never Any... get a break. Fucking hell. Times <laughs> Yeah, yes. go on. End of the show. Oh, all right. My, my arse has gone numb, and I've got a horrific <sighs> under mood. It's been two hours. What's the problem? You just ain't got the stamina <laughs> to hang out. Ah, Beastie knows what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, that is the end of the show. People sighing, sighs of relief ringing all round. Um, you can catch us on Facebook. Well, I say you can catch us on Facebook. I don't know who's actually looking after the Facebook page at the moment, but somebody no. probably is. So, Facebook the Mature Game Podcast. You can email us mgpbits at maturegamepodcast.com. I do actually have that email address somewhere. Um, you can. I'm not giving your email address out, Clarky. That's just wrong. Oh, I don't even know how to access that account anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the best, so. the best way to engage with us, if, if if you so wish, would be to join us on Dota or um, possibly Twitter. Uh, Twitter is at, you can follow the show's account at MGP Bits, um, and I do keep meaning to tweet out more on that, but I keep forgetting. Yeah, um, we we'll say that every episode. Yeah, I'm I'm at Vimesy74. I'm at Beastie Tweet. And I'm at Clarky Snap. And that, fellas, is a wrap. Thank you for listening, and um, some of us will see you next week.